get in go, there. Welcome go, to the Top go, Podcast. Go. My name is Peter. I'm an Arsenal FC fan. I'm here with Oscar, a Chelsea fan. What are we saying, boys? What are we saying? Transfer window open. Things are moving. Teams are happening. I'm good, bro. What are you not saying? I'm joined by Rubinho, a Manchester United fan. From Wavenshaw, it must be said, he loves to play in red and white. So listen close, it must be said, like Manchester, Rashford is red. Rashford is red, Rashford is red, Rashford is red. Oh, I love that chart. That chart is so sick, we love it. I've never heard that before, you know. Uh, it was, it was singing it every, throughout the whole derby. We love that's this. A, that's, a great, <laughs> that's a great song, in all honesty. And I'm joined by Ernie Mack, a Manchester United fan. It's been a long time since I did this. Oh my goodness, I'll tell you what, it was a derby weekend, as you well know, and it looks like both London and Manchester is red for the wins that we've seen across, mm-hmm. across the country. <laughs> We're going to kick things off, ladies and gentlemen. I hey, think hey, it's only hey, right. Hey, steady, steady. Let's kick things off with the league leaders, Oscar. The reason I say that it's red because listen, we got the we got we got we're top of the tree. Okay, we are top of the tree. Eight points clear of Manchester City, or is it Manchester? You, you, you can thank you, you, yeah, you can thank us very much for that. <laughs> Do you know what? I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I don't. I didn't want Man United to win. To be fair, because I don't want a third team to be in this conversation. I want United. Well Why not? And, and and the thing is, it showed you my hatred for Manchester United when I would rather want City to win than Man United to win, even though it meant City would be what five points behind us and absolutely crawling on us. So it's one of those where, um, yeah, basically, you know, three points to the Arsenal, winning at Spurs, first time they've won since 2014, and uh, absolutely flawless, probably our best performance of the season. At least the first half was, anyways, our best best half of the season. No way. Um, no, where 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 are you no looking way. at? I think I think you were, you were better at the Emirates. Mm. I, like we were home in it. Okay, maybe best away performance nah, you, then. You dominated them at the Emirates. Dominated. At the, I think I think at the Emirates, like we will dominate a lot of teams when they come here. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I feel like we'll, we will always be the better side at home. Because because you because you, you didn't have to be great yesterday. Uh, look look at the midfield they brought to you. Uh, you know my thoughts about Tottenham Hotspur. We'll get into that, you know, momentarily. <laughs> Let's be very clear. But um, as for as for Arsenal, you know, massive, three massive, massive points. Finally, you know, like my belief of what I think Arsenal are in comparison to Tottenham. I could finally now have evidence. I could bring the case here on up. Because you, you, you finally yeah. done the double over them. Yeah, finally oh, done the I mean. double. Finally won over there. Do you know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, it was a very solid, strong performance. I was very, very delighted, very, very happy. Um, and yeah, man, eight points clear. You know, we we the master plan was always go out there and hit them early because Tottenham starts slow. Arsenal are usually quick in the first half. So make sure you get it 2-0, half-time, game's done. And we did exactly that. And, you know, credit to the players, credit to the manager, uh, credit to the fans as well who were there in full song. And... Uh, yeah, man, I, I'm a I'm a very happy man. I'm a, I'm a very very happy man. Test, you know, the test out of this hurdle of Man United, you know, Spurs, City, 
we've put one of them to bed now. So, Pia, you know, on to the next one. I know, I know you're very, very excited, but we've come in hot. We've, we've, uh, we've, we're straight away talking about the champions elect, so we forgot to, to shout out to the comments. Uh, big up Murad. He says, good evening to the greatest football podcast on, to air on the same day that champions elect is in full swing. Isn't that every day, Murad? Isn't that every day? Champions elect. Uh, big up everyone. That's it. Um, people, a couple of people are asking for Adrian. Where's the Liverpool boy? Adrian is on his way. Don't you worry. Don't he, you he worry. He said he's coming. He said he's yeah. coming. Don't he you worry. <laughs> he's mid- he's midway for a bench press right now. He has not got away <laughs> that. Um, but yeah, uh, a couple more comments from the Arsenal game. Lola says, uh, we were way better at home. Um, at Spurs, uh, we were clear in the first half and good in the second half. Not an ounce of meat thought we'd lose once that first goal went in. Um, and then Assad is saying, Pete, they're calling it light work lane. Hey, listen, mm. look. You, you got one win in nine, yeah? Like, like, you know I'm saying? Like, we can't call it light work lane. when It was light work this week. You know what I'm saying? It was light work this season. Um, but yeah, like, like listen, like, what can I say, bruv? We've gone to one of the top lot away from home and actually got points to take back with us. More often than not, we don't win away from home against the big lot. And, uh, you know, they're few and far between anyway. But we're obviously on a trajectory where we're looking like... I, I couldn't, like, I, I was not nervous about this game one iota. I always thought we were going to beat them. However, to watch Arsenal play the, the watch to, to watch Arsenal play the way they did and how comfortable they did. I, I was looking at players like Zinchenko. Zinchenko was, was on a testimonial. He he, did, he looked like, oh, I've, I've been here before with City. We, we do this every year. Or, you know, even Pop, Thomas Partey. I mean, my God, if you think, if you think we can win this league title without him, then you're mad. Because as soon as he goes down or Xhaka goes down, shut case, you know what I'm saying? Open and shut case Johnson. It's, it's one of those where it's over because they are so instrumental. Everybody was brilliant. Everyone was amazing. And um, yeah, man, it, it was great to just get one over them. A derby win, man. Even like title side, points aside, top of the league aside, beating Spurs at Spurs. Clean sheet settings for Harry Kane. Do you know what I'm saying? Ah, oh, delighted. And the goals we scored, by the way, you should have seen the euphoria when we saw that it was a Lloris mistake. Oh, my God. No, no, no. Can we, can we talk about this goal? It was pandemonium. Every time I saw, I've seen it now, I'm still disgusted. Like, I'm insulted. How, how did you, as a goalkeeper, decide to volleyball it in? Like, what is this? Yeah, I mean, they made the argument that there was a deflection. And, you know, that kind of took it off a little bit, but I'm so sorry. That's, that's I'm so sorry. Saka, Saka, Saka should not have been able to get a goal there. Not one bit. Yeah, but like, I, I feel like we've all known that Lloris has had this in him. It wasn't a surprise to me. Like, it's a shocking goal to concede, especially... I was annoyed. I was just annoyed. I was like, really? Really? Yeah, let's see what I'm saying. Lloris' agenda continues. I mean, I, I, don't know how, I don't know how... I don't see how it's an agenda at this point. Surely we just know that this guy has a bozo moment within him once, maybe twice, three times a season. That's who he is. So, but this is just pathetic. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, like, we were flawless. Like, the bottom line, we were flawless. And yet, at the same time, Aaron Ramsdale was man of the match. And, and rightly so, because he did some important goalkeeping first half and second half. And I think, at the I end think, of the day... Um, I think Lola said earlier, when Arsenal went 1-0 up, there was no part of her that felt like you were losing the game. And I felt the same way. I felt like once you went in front, that Odegaard goal, it was done in 20 minutes. But credit to the way that Tottenham came out in the second half, because they, did, they didn't they did give up. 
Like they really did come out and try to take the fight to Arsenal. And Ramsdale was was best to everything they put in front of him. Every Kane shot, Kulisevsky went wide a few times. They did come out in that first twenty minutes of the second half and really give you something to to think about. Well, but you, you know, the storm. Clearly, con- clearly, clearly, Conte stuck a rocket up at them at half time because yeah. they, they did come out the blocks flying. And there's a save. Ramsdale's best save was the Sessegnon one. Because I don't know how he saves it. I don't know what... Like, when he, when Sessegnon goes through on goal, I'm not confident that he will score because what, what, I don't know him for scoring many goals. However, when he took the hit, when he took his shot well, and the and the save was equally as good, I thought, bloody hell, that, that save there has got us three points. No doubt about it. It's mad because Sessegnon was like a wonder kid at one point, isn't it? Apparently. So was Tyron Minks. Mm-hmm. But we'll, we'll move on. Uh, okay, <laughs> what are your thoughts uh, at the full time whistle? Ramsdale got booted in the back by a fan. Murad said, Let's speak on Ramsdale. Oh. Punched up that guy. Um, Look, this... Emery, I, I, I laughed out loud, but he's an idiot, whoever the fan is. Yeah, it's like, What are you doing? <laughs> this, this started from the final whistle. Ramsdale turns around to the whole Tottenham stand, that home like, end, like, pumping the badge, like giving him the badge. So antagonizing the fans. To which Richardson comes over and he's like, "What are you doing? Basically, don't do this to our fans." Then he goes to pick up his water bottle and this fan just kicks him. Personally, I feel like football is a bit of a pantomime, isn't it? Players should be allowed to give the fans as much as they get back. Like I don't think Ramsdale did anything wrong. And then this fan thinks he can kick Ramsdale. That's a lifetime ban. Lifetime ban for him. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's so dumb. It's just dumb. You know what I mean? It's one of those where it's not even like, you know, he won't get like a one-game ban or a year ban. That's a stadium ban. And he'll be banned from all stadia. Like, it won't even just be Tottenham. From what? From all stadia. So, like, it's not even a case of, like, you know, you could, you could just know. Just all, right. all right. <laughs> What's the matter? What did I say? Won't he be banned from all of them? <laughs> Oh, is the plural of stadium stadia? Oh, come on, guys. Yeah, yeah, it's, it it's a dictionary. The dictionary. The dictionary was there. Oxford. <laughs> Big Oxford. Working, working for a stadium. That's, that's, that's something I cannot get wrong. That's something I can't get wrong. It's, 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 a, it's, it's a part of my work. I cannot get that wrong. Um, but yeah, if the, thing, the thoughts I have about that fan will, will get us cancelled on YouTube, so I prefer not to say. I just think it's, it's, just, it's just nonsense. It's just... Like, what did he think? Like, what did he think? Oh, I'm going to get away with this. Oh, I'm going to kick Ramsdale. All right, well done, mate. <laughs> You're a moron. You're not going to get to see your team again, ever again. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, but that's a good question because you can tell he was getting mad. He was probably like four rows up and he said, I'm yeah. coming down. He ran down and then he got there and it was like, what am I... No, but he, he, but he, he even jumped over, like, a gap. There was a small gap before he kicked them. Yeah, yeah. So, he yeah. Gets to the thing. He's on like the advertising board. It's just, it's just madness, uh, as they call it, an act of madness. That's what it was. So yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, whatever, isn't it? Like three points, done it at the lane. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, man. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm gassed, bro. And the thing is, I don't know any Tottenham fans, so it's not even like I can stick it to anybody. Really? Really? So you don't know Tottenham fan? No. What I keep my distance. I can I smell them. I, can, I, I keep my distance. Today in the office. Yeah, man, I, I keep my distance from them, man, there. So, um, but yeah, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> man. You know what I love about Peter? The way he balances the pasta and road personality. <laughs> What's wrong with this guy? <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with this guy? Tory Lazer's dad. Oh, 
Oh, that fiasco. <laughs> that fiasco. Crazy. Guys, Nation. Like, you, you guys are watching the best team in the country right now. And they're playing... They're playing I can't take it seriously. They're playing some terrific football and long may it continue. Manchester United this Sunday is going to be huge because it goes back to the Wenger-Ferguson days of two teams fighting for the title. Guess what? United and Arsenal, top of the table at the minute, fighting for what could potentially be a league title. If, If Man United are serious about this title race, then they have to come to the Emirates and beat us. Do you know what I'm saying? Or not lose anyway. Um, bro, we 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 were driving through the ends looking for a party, and we found ourselves at the, at the rave, bro. Imagine <laughs> we were in there. <laughs> we didn't know. I I I was I was deep in this today. Like, like I say, I can't say we're not in a title race. We're not going to win the title, but it'll be it'll be silly for me to not say it. Because let's say we win against Crystal Palace on Wednesday. That's six points, and Wait, then we're in a title race. I'm saying it, it could be. I mean, it could Oscar, be. Oscar, they're one point behind City. You're nine points off. But I'm yeah, saying that right. we've got a game in hand. We beat Christopher. Well, if City are in the title race, then surely United are. Yeah, is that how it works? Well, no, no. no. I, I don't judge. I don't judge title races until May. It's not not May. Sorry, like between March and May. But if we're saying that Manchester City are in the title race, surely United are. Yeah, but we've been trying to tell Arsenal fans they're in a title race for months and they weren't having it. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but we don't care about what they think. They are top of the league and they've been top of the league from the beginning of the season. You're in the title race, bro. The truth is the truth of the matter is we're eight points clear at the title race. Yeah. And we're one game away from the halfway line of the season, right? So you, to say that we're not in a title race now would be mental. But I think with Man City, Man City are in a title race on reputation. Not because they're yeah. close enough in points. I think City, for example, everybody knows there's that there, there's still that another gear City can go, and all of a sudden it's like okay, reality's setting in. And who knows? Maybe, maybe the this is the City we're going to have for the rest of the season. I don't believe so. I believe we're still going to see the Manchester City we've been accustomed to the last couple of years. Because really and truly, the last couple of years, City have kind of looked like this. It's just that on this on this occasion. Haaland is the main striker. He scores I disagree, you know. He scores the 20 goals. I, I disagree, think, you know. I think, I, think the, I think the defensive mistakes, for example, Ernest, like whenever we talk about Man City, we always say Man City can get got. Everybody could have a go at Man City. No, no Man you're City, right. But and City don't necessarily... Um, offensively, sorry. They're, looking, they're looking like... If City have been like 10-9 in the last four years, they're looking like a seven this year. Hmm. Okay. I, I, I'd say you're speaking. I'd say you're speaking too soon on City because I, I always feel like with City they might be a seven up until a certain point in the season and then they go to nine. I don't think they're ever a nine from start to finish. I always feel like they always. In fact, no, no. It, it always it, it always ebbs and flows. But bro, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, I'm looking at I'm looking at Haaland and I'm looking at Foden. I'm looking at Bernardo Silva. I'm looking at um, um, what's his name, Mares, and I'm and Grealish, sorry, and I'm like, something is not clicking here. Something's not clicking here, and and De Bruyne, something but is Ernest, not clicking with Z. Ernest, though, think about it like this, right? Uh, what what we played, eighteen games, something like that. Eighteen, eighteen, nineteen, and City have won about twelve of them. Let's say, argument's sake, I'm just throwing a number out there. 
12 and 18 is, is bloody good form. And the difference, I think, between City and everyone Arsenal, else, though. Yeah, but Arsenal, it's, I, think, I think here's the thing, though. The enigma is Arsenal have only lost one game this season. Do you know how mad that is? Let's think about it. In 18 matches of the Premier League, you've only lost one game. That's not usually heard of at this stage of the season. Unless you do the Liverpool cities where they were going to 100 points, you know, 97, 98 points. Again, freak years. Arsenal last, season, last, lost... last season, Man City lost three games by the end of the season. Total. They've right, lost total. three already. And, and we, we, we can obviously agree that there's going to be more defeats. But I they think as well... 26 goals at last season. Yeah. This well, season... Well, well, they conceded now. They conceded 18. How many goals had they scored, though? Uh, currently, they scored 39. Arsenal have... Sorry. Sorry, they, they scored 46. Last season, they scored 93... Uh, uh, 99. 46? Bro, they averaged, yeah. like, two to three goals a game. Yeah. With three but defeats. I think... But I think I think what's happening, and this is just off the top of my head, yeah. I think City are scoring more in specific games than they did last season. But in the games that they're not scoring, they're not scoring at all. Like it's not it's not a one-two. It's like a zero. Like it's like it's like a one-nil here, one-one. They, they had they had two. they had one. Sh- sorry, I was gonna say they had one shot on target in our game. Yeah, at Old Old Trafford. This this mm. is with a Luke Shaw left centre back. Issue a situation. That's what I'm saying. City, City as a, as a whole across the season, they will be in the top three. They'll probably finish at minimum second. But my point is, what I'm looking at with my eyes, some of those guys on 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 the wings. I've been saying this for weeks. Need to be removed. Specifically, Jack Grealish and Phil Foden have to be removed. And for me, Foden needs to be put in number ten. Grealish needs to be sent back into the gulag. Because bruv, he is he's not good, bruv. So so he's you not. think so you think for example, you, you don't think Arsenal just having a freakish year and it makes City look worse than what they actually are? No, no, I think City hmm. I think City had the initial push with Haaland and he'll probably because I I predicted 40 in the league. I think he's still got so much time for that. Yeah, but yeah. the the point is you're scoring con- a congested amount of goals per game, but if there's certain games like United who or Robin? Who was the one shot on target they had? Is it Grealish? It's Grealish. His header. Is it? It's like, come on! Like, what did what did Holland do in that game? Mm. I've been saying for for months. Bernardo Silva is not that guy this season. Morris, very predictable. We know you're going to cut in. We know you're going to do the Robin thing. You're going to you're going to push it onto your left. But outside of that, outside of that, there's not much creativity. Jack Grealish, when he's looked good, he's looked good. But those have been way few and far between. Phil Foden needs to be put in number 10. This is probably the one time in my life I'm questioning Pep's Pep's uh, tactical um, now. So I'm like, my bro, this guy's looking very ordinary on, on the left wing. Put him in, put him in my number 10. Kevin De Bruyne has not looked like himself pre and post World Cup. Is, is it a wrestling? Maybe. Maybe this is the year they finally push for the Champions League and they actually win it. But in the Prem? Boy, I don't know. Oscar, do you, Oscar, do you agree with with the people's analysis of City? Because obviously, this isn't the only place that sort of speaks about City like this. Um, I, I, I'm I'm struggling to see. Not no, I'm not struggling to see because the way Ernest, for example, laid out how last season was to this season, there's clearly a difference. But I yeah. feel like 
on average, City in the last five years, on average, I think this team is still on par. Like the year they won the league with 86 points. Was it 86 points they won the league? And it was like, that was probably the worst City we got. So I, I, I don't know, I'm confused. I... No, no, I like City, City don't have that air of invincibility about them. Do you know what I mean? They, you feel like you can beat them. I told you, like, I went to the to the game where they played against Chelsea, and obviously we're in horrible form right now. But we look like we could get something from that game. Like Ernest is saying, I don't fear them as much in attack. They are very uh, robotic. Um, I think they're they're lacking wingers that really put fear factor into fullbacks and make you want to, you know, step out of your defensive zone. And then in the middle, you're just waiting on Haaland. And obviously, when Haaland gets the ball in the box. Nine times out of ten, he will score. But mm-hmm. when that's your only route to success, it's very easy to defend against. So, and do you, and do you think that's their only route to success? As in, it's the, it's it's what they go for. It's their most lucrative. When City were flying and winning games, Harlem was scoring three a game. That, so, that's a, that's an actual, actual clear parallel. That's the parallel mm-hmm. we've had with City this year. When Harlem's on form, is because is because City's on form. That's clear as day. Um, Lona mm-hmm. says, I think people are scared to question City. They aren't the same as previous seasons. This isn't saying they're bums, but they're not as inevitable as before. Mirad has been on this Man City downfall train for weeks. He said the problem is that the acquisition of Haaland, um, City have changed their playing style to funnel through him. They don't come across as fluid and as impenetrable as before. You see, but Absolutely. okay. So what? I, so so what I find with City is, I think they've had two years in the last five six years where they have been unplayable. But then every other year, I've always felt like we could always get at City if 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 teams attack City, you can always score and get at them because the, the defense hasn't always been the blessed, the most blessed in in the league. But like, I don't know. I feel like at this moment in time, I'm looking at a City side that. They're not even in their second and third gear yet, but yet they are scoring 46 goals. They are they got 39 points. They've got X, Y, and Z. That's why I'm a bit like, you know, people are writing them, are, are they writing them off? No, they're not writing them off, but they're saying that this isn't the same City. Whereas I'm saying, on average, City are not that much better than this. We've had two years where they've been outstanding, out of this world. And whether, that's, whether those two years are masking the, 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 the other five years, I don't know. I don't know. Do, 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 you know what I definitely see? That even if that's true, even if what you're saying is true, I think with the eye test, I think the gap is closing from like an opposition fan perspective. Newcastle have conceded 11 goals this season. Mm. Um, uh, uh, Arsenal have shown us that both defensively and offensively, they can match them. We And they haven't even played yet. They haven't even played each other yet. But sure. from what I saw last season at the Emirates, I was like, yeah, the yeah, referee yeah. actually did his job. It's yeah. a different conversation. And that's last year. Now Arsenal are flying, and you'll, you'll find people that will say that at the Emirates, at least at the Emirates, I don't know about the Etihad, but at least at the Emirates, City will, will struggle to win, even if they do. They will struggle to win. Because right now, their best... Uh, um, uh, midfielder is Rodri. I don't fear Kevin De Bruyne. I didn't fear him in that game. I feared Rodri because Rodri is literally he is the usher. Madame, do you want to do you want to have a seat? Do you, he, bro, he brings mm. the man them in. Now mm. I told you about this last year. He was the best player in the league. Kevin De Bruyne is very much 
he he's become Mares in the sense that he's not a 90-minute man. He'll pop up for the big occasions, but he doesn't dominate midfields like he used to. So I'm looking at that thinking, you know what? Tizzy still have... They're still lethal. No one's going to say or deny that they're lethal. But there's a, there's a certain vulnerability there that I haven't seen before. Yes, over the years, they've had times when it's like, yeah, you can get a City. But this year, bro, there's going to be more Ls. They're going to concede more and they're going to lose more surprisingly than before. And that's what's surprising. That's all I'm saying. Interesting. 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 Just as while we're on City, obviously they played Manchester United. Um, Abdi's got a comment that I find quite interesting, Pete. I want to know your thoughts. He says, guys, remember the reverse fixture a few months back when City slapped us, um, us being Man United, and Peter said that Eric Ten Hag ain't good enough. What now, bro? Abdi, you don't know me clearly. Um, I'm a person... Like, I, I believe in consistency over time. That's my metric. It's why, it's why even today, I don't even turn around and say, do you know what, I'm 100% behind my manager as such. I'm not 100% over anything. For me, it's consistency over time. When I see Ten Hag do miracle work, the way he's doing at Man United, over a period of time, of course, you, 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 you tip your hat. But Pete... This this wasn't a conversation of you saying you're not ready to back Ten Hag. You str- you flat out said Man United hired the wrong guy and he yeah, should have been Man United I, manager. That's genuinely genuinely who who takes time and waits before making a, uh, a statement. Yeah, because you can have it. You can have your your precepts. He he wasn't the guy before ball was kicked. You understand? So like when the, when the when the appointment was made, it's like you know. Remember when Everton hired Lampard? I said, what on earth are they doing? What are they doing? And when he survived Everton, I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about him at a later stage. When when he when he got them safe in the league, it was like maybe he's the right guy for them. And I'm like, just give it a minute, just give it a minute, because I don't know if you've watched them at the moment how hell it can be. When when when, when the likes of you know any Manchester United manager that's been there has had a high time. Maybe not even only probably Ranić didn't have the greatest of times. Maybe he did. I don't know. But all those Man United managers have had a high season. Have had a high. Boys didn't have a high time. Okay, not Moyes. Of course not. Yeah, not Moyes. Oli did, Jose did, Van Hart did, yeah. Are you, are you saying this is, uh, this is smoke and mirrors? A flash in the what, pan? I, I'm just saying, Stephen A. Smith, just wait. Just wait. You know what I'm saying? What can go wrong at Man United will go wrong at Man United. So if, for me, I'm just, it's, a, it's, a, it's a test that I'm waiting to see what this man is up to and we're seeing what's what. You know, you get what I'm saying? So... If you said that he's not good enough, what now? I'm still in that position. I haven't changed from there. Yeah, I can't go based on just the half a season and say no. Yes. But, no, but I think no, but I think Abdi's. I think Abdi. Abdi's. I think the two of you are on two different spectrums. I think Abdi's all the way right, and you're all the way left. But I think that um, the question is a bit uh, because you 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 don't want to judge Ten Hag and say he he is now good enough now because we've seen players improve under um, coaches before. We've seen this before. Sure. Um, but you also don't want to go on the complete left and say you know, because of the 6-3 at City we hired the wrong man. You want to be able to say, you know what? I'm waiting to see. Because that's where I've been at. I'm like, I, I think I told Robin, I was like, if we finish 6 this, this season, it's a good season. In the summer I said this. So if I'm looking at progress, um, the metrics that I would say, if I if I was to be like, oh my god, 
ushered in is um, there has been a level of discipline that have been in a long time. Um, in 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 the sense that Rashford has been our star boy most of the season, and Ten Hag said you miss meetings, you're gonna be on the bench, and sure. you know Rashford didn't he didn't do nothing crazy. You Came also look at the crew of people like Diogo Dallo. You look at people like Luke Shaw. Yes, I, I get onto Luke Shaw all the time, but it must be an indictment on Harry Maguire if a man can can say. I'm, I'm not going to play the usual suspect centre-back because I believe in a specific skill set that this six foot two, six foot one left-back has and he's good enough to play left centre-back with one-backs in Real Madrid and I'm going to play the two of them together. And even though people are going to look at it as a risk, he's, he's looking at it from strictly a sports science perspective and saying, this risk worth taking risk. Those are the kind of things I look at and I say, you know what? We are like we're, we're more organized. We're, we're the most organized we've been since Van Hal. In saying all of that, I am not judging Ten Hag on a W against Man City. Why other managers have beaten Man City? Do you see what I'm saying? I'm not judging him off of um, uh, you know a because this is what happens with United when we go on winning streaks in all comps. It gets it gets over exaggerated and exploded into this thing. If you give me pep numbers of 12 winning games, 12 game streak in the league, calm. Do you see what I'm saying? So I think on both sides, so I think on both sides, the the two of you are being quite extreme. And I think ultimately, if there's a reason to rate, like, because you're using the example of Lampard, if there's a reason to rate Ten Hag more than Lampard, is because Ten Hag's CV was the Champions League run he got with Ajax. It's two league titles with Ajax. Do you see what I'm saying? It's, I've worked with Pep Guardiola at youth level. I'm, I think he's a he's a year older than Pep, so there's years of experience there that you say to yourself, you know what? Cool. So was he not Pep's assistant I, as well? Like, he was Pep's assistant. I think it was it was it was Paul Clement. It was the under twenty three. Yeah, under I think Ten Hag was was the under twenty ones coach. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, so he, was, he was under twenty ones coach. He wasn't necessarily his, his his assistant, but he worked under him basically. The, the the reason as well so, why so, 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 I am, that's, 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 that's the only point I'm making. Yeah, the, the, I think for me, when it comes to Manchester United, and I and I and I I give this same level of harshness and treatment with all the big clubs. When when I think about Man United signing a manager, I'm thinking that Man United's ambition is to be the best in the world again. And so when I look at the kind of profile of manager they go for, even like you know Chelsea, best in the world, City, best in the world. Uh, United, right? When I look at those people and how they negotiate and look at the kind of managers they go for, what they back, what they don't back when they get that manager in place, I look at this and I just think he's not. I don't believe he's the man. So I'm, I'm waiting for. I'm waiting to see change over time to see whether he changes my mind about that situation. As far as I can see right now, when I think of Ten Hag, I don't think of him being an elite manager. So therefore, he shouldn't be involved with Manchester United off the bat because Man United should have elite managers. Hence, why I give that same treatment to Chelsea and the like. Had he gone I to think, Spurs, I, I think had he, had he gone to Spurs, I'm not batting an eyelid because him and Pochettino to me are like almost the same level. I, I think, I think your point, I think your point would have been a hundred percent true ten years ago. I think your point would have been if 2013, what? I would have said to you, absolutely. I think the difference now is that you're looking at nine years of damage. 
We're looking at nine years of damage. He said it himself in his press conference re- recently. Manchester United have got this, the, the recruitment absolutely wrong in the last nine years. And he has... Bruv, the guy still has to fix um, uh, issues like Alex Ferguson signings. Like, why are Alex Ferguson yeah. signings still here? So, so I That's think... That's big surgery, point, for sure. That's big it's, surgery. It's, it's a surgery, and I think that when you look at the current crop of elite managers around, and I, I also think the number is dwindling, as opposed to 2013... So if you say that there's a small crop of when, when every time something is 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 of the best ilk, you always have a small number. When you say the top percent earners in the country, which are six figure earners, they're all between in the one percent. So if you say you want the top managers for a big club like United, who does that job that Ten Hag is doing now, which is improvement of the squad, bringing in players that fit the profile that pushes United into a different trajectory. But also has the personality that they're going to respect, and also has the profile they respect. None of those managers are leaving Real Madrid. None of those managers are leaving Manchester City or Liverpool to come to Manchester United right now. So 2013, I absolutely agree with you. 2014, 15, 16, I agree. Today, when, today. When did it stop, in your opinion? Oh, after Jose, we were done. Hmm. After Jose, we were done. Hmm. So, so I think that when it comes to picking the manager for Manchester United, I think you have to look in the same with the same lens that Arsenal looked at with Arteta. If you get Nagelsmann getting a man that he wears all these Congolese jackets, he thinks he's better than he is. He's he's really really like he's he's how I felt about Tuchel, proper hipster. Like he thinks he knows more than everyone, and it doesn't help his 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 uh, uh, currency and value within the market of football managers. When it comes to um, how Arsenal picked Arteta, like this is, for me, purely an issue of giving a man time that we've seen this guy. I did not see this coming three years ago. With Eric Ten Hag, was my number one choice. I wanted Luis Enrique. I wanted Antonio Conte. Eric Ten Hag, with my little knowledge, has done more than I'm seeing Conte doing at, at uh, Tottenham. Um, and he spent loads of money this summer. Do you see what I'm saying? So Say that again. Um, Wait, sorry. Repeat that last bit again. Sorry. The comparison with Ten Hag and Conte. Sorry, I just missed that. So so I'm saying that um, Ten Hag has done more than I, I, I estimated Conte to do because I looked at Conte's time at Chelsea with a different lens. Twenty, I think it was 2021. I said... Oscar said something to me, and I, I never left. Me. He said, "Our Chelsea were not in the Champions League when Chelsea. So yeah, Chelsea were not in the Champions League when Conte won the league." So I was like, "Okay, this really skews my view on how good of a manager Conte is because Conte is a really? bad boy." Yeah, 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 yeah. Conte, Conte is a bad boy. However, Conte did not improve. I can't think of a player Conte improved at Chelsea. Mm. Mm, mm. I can't think of one player mm. that Conte yeah, and, took from because because and, and, go, go sorry to Moses. Yeah, see, this that's the one that did he improve him? That's the one that pissed me on. He did he, oh. he did improve Victor Moses, but what annoys me is people continuously say he came to Chelsea and he won the league with Victor Moses. Let's not act like he didn't have a title winning squad. Wait there, hang on. He had a title winning squad that he inherited from Jose Mourinho. 
Like, and and but and what players did he buy? Did he not buy anybody in that team? He, he bought Ingolo Kante, who was a title-winning player from the year prior, and then he 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 brought Victor Moses. We had him in the club. He brought him in. He brought in. Uh, I think we already had Marcus. Did he sign Costa? No, no, he didn't sign Costa. He inherited. He inherited Costa, Fabregas, Hazard, Matic, Terry, Courtois. That's, That's who fine. he inherited. It is the the Conte magic though. The, the Conte magic has always been that you you feed him and he will deliver. It, it's never been about oh he like he's you know different managers are elite for different reasons yeah. And Conte is is elite because he wins. That's that's the eliteness about him. Um, and if you give him the resources, even at Spurs, he will win. So it, 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 the, the, the I, I, I honestly, Pete, I I disagree. I think that that club is... Where did, where's, he, where's he failed? No, I'm saying if they feed him. I don't think they're going to feed him. No, no, no. Because, because I think, I think you, can feed, you can feed all of us here. Whoever, whoever's got the right flipping uh, DNA, the right uh, 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 physiology, will, will be the one that wins anyway because he's already got a head start. I don't think there's a, there's a, there's amount of, of feeding you can give, man, that will improve Tottenham to the point so much so for example, win the league. No, listen, uh, we, we agree. So on I think that. I cursed. We, we, we agree on that. When I said he went to Tottenham Hotspur, I, that's the first time I've criticised him because I questioned his thinking. I questioned his intellect. He left Inter Milan to go there, yeah? And if he thinks he can win anything at Spurs, he's got another thing coming. So, yes, you know, to park that to one side. But I genuinely definitely think that had he been Manchester United's manager, we would see... United um, a lot further than what we're seeing from them. I mean, it's early to say, but it's a lot further than what I would expect Manchester United to be. I think right now we're seeing a very purple patch. You, with you, you, you think you think, we, you think we wouldn't? You think we would be less than nine points behind you? No, what I'm saying is it's a, it's a purple patch today. Mourinho, once upon a time, was Man United manager. He was top of the league. That happened in December. You know what I'm saying? And yet, at the end, it, it, it fell at the end, and then he turned around and said it's the greatest achievement he's done. It's it's one of those where right now in this phase in this in in this month we cannot say or declare who's going to be doing what. But what I'm saying is is that Conte is the manager and Man United give him the resources. I'm so sorry. We're looking at a very frightening Manchester United because the same way I watched him walk to Chelsea and do what he did there. He walked to Inter. By the way, the Inter Milan job is not as easy as people would make it seem because uh, Simone Inzaghi has gone in there since and even the manager previous to Conte failed and Inter Milan only have one title in about the last 10 years so when he walks in there again he picks up one two and three and then this case close you know Chelsea yes was a very well oiled machine and he brought in Kante and it was like you know, open and shut case. He he done the he done the deed when he was there. I think he had a defeat to Arsenal in in September. And he said, "Right, I've had enough of this," and and got his methods through and he pushed them through the line. As much as he had a great team, you need a great manager, as it shows in these football clubs who have great teams don't always necessarily win. That's 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 definitely true. That's definitely true. It's not like anyone would have won with that team. Um, so he's 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 got that elite mentality. He knows how to push elite players to the top, which not all the managers have. Oscar, Oscar um, he is a serial winner. Like let's, let's, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. like he's got it's yeah. not like he's got one or two trophy here and there. He's you got like five league titles. You can't like, it's, it's not a, it's not a laugh. Um, Lola said, "Had Conte been United, I think, I think the difference between Conte and uh, oh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. 
yeah, she she says uh, had had Conte been United's manager, they'd been playing they'd be, be playing bad football and probably still fighting to keep Ronaldo whilst bringing in more old men. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I I would have I would agreed with you when I what what made me realize this man is on another planet is the fact that he went to Chelsea and delivered first opportunity. Not like I'm building something here or you know let me get my feet wet and let's see what's what. The guy went in there, he bagged the league, and no team came close. By the way, if we remember 2017, who was the who was the you, you, you won 90 points? <laughs> who was the contender? Yeah, so but he finished fourth that year. In in 2015, Chelsea walked the league. In sure. 2016, everyone and their dog was asleep. Yeah, and Leicester mm. strolled through. That's just three years of dross. <laughs> yeah, Conte, Conte yeah. won 30 games. 30. Yeah, yeah. You he, know, yeah, I, 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 I think with with Hag, I think we want two different types of. Um, um, player, but I also think there's two different types of manager. I think Conte is very much clearly like um, a man manager. He wants men. He wants warriors. He wants like six foot giants. He wants Spartans. Yeah, dogs. Whereas from, yeah. from what I can see, from what I can see with Ten Hag, I think he inspires all of that tactically. I think he brings a lot of that type of energy by actually teaching people how to do what he's asking them to do. I, I, I read a lot of what this guy does behind the scenes and stuff like he made sure that we were turning into a team that strengthened us. That has not been United ever. Say that again, strengthen the what? I, I, I missed the closest. That. Sorry, I missed that. Strengthen the what? Oh, sorry. Like he, he, was, he was very much keen on all of our players being stronger on their weaker foot. And oh. the biggest evidence I've seen of that is Wan-Bissaka's two-game, three-game transformation of just, like, pure confidence in his dribbling, confidence in his positional awareness, confidence in his in his defense, defensive awareness at the, the far post. Weakness is the, far, is, is, the, is the far post. And I feel like those small details made players that Jose made me think were not good enough all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, so you actually do have ability. Do you see what I'm saying? There's players I've changed my mind on. Um, not entirely. Like, for example, David De Gea is distributing the ball the best he has in 12 years. Like, mm. the, I'm not I'm not as shook when, no, Oscar, think of He's still trash. The, the no, no, no. You're not listening to what I'm saying. You're not listening to what I'm saying. I didn't say he's 10 out of 10. I said, this is the best improvement I've seen from David De Gea in 12 years. When I looked at the, the performance we had at the Emirates, when we, we had Lukaku up top, Rashford, he missed three chances, Rashford missed two. David De Gea was absolutely gutless. And I'm looking at his improvements since Brentford, for example. He's, he's taken longer to make the long balls. He's passing shorter, quicker. So I'm like, there's small improvements that you have to look and say, you know, as a United fan, that has to do with United fans who think that just scoring is good enough and we have to actually deal with the finer details of the game. I'm impressed by that kind of stuff. Bruno is making less mistakes. Like, that's, that's an achievement. To make Bruno Fernandes, to make Bruno Fernandes feel like he doesn't have to do a Hollywood pass every time. He doesn't have to press on his own. 
And then, and then you look at um, uh, people like Lissandro Martinez, five foot whatever. People are now convinced that height is not an issue. Whereas at United, we were believers in height from Steve Bruce to now. Do you see what I'm saying? We, we are now more believers in technical ability and we've been screaming for this since about 07, 08. The minority of us. But for the rest of us, it's been like, oh, just get Ronaldo back. Do you see what I'm saying? Um, just bring back someone who reminds us of the old days. But bro, like you can't, you can't keep doing this. You have to evolve. Manchester United fans did not want Christian Eriksen Oscar. We've had some of the worst midfielders in the last six, seven years, and they said no to Christian Eriksen. This is the level that we're fighting against. So when I'm talking about Ten Hag, I'm like, guys, I'm no I'm by no means saying I'm Ten Hag, you know how I think them kind of conversations are redundant. But let's call it let's call a spade a spade. The improvements in results are not in and of themselves. Look at the finer details. Pre-World Cup, we were very shaky. Post-World Cup, there's a lot more confidence in our resilience in the game because we're making better passes. We're, we're, we're thinking about the game differently. We didn't give up against Man City. Do you see what I'm saying? Whereas I, I thought after Greenwood scored, we lost the game. I said, Arsenal and City, I'm going to take two L's, beat Palace, let's go home. We beat Man City. Well, like we did our job. Very well, very well. I'm not mad at it. I wanted to comment on the game itself because I don't think we have anything else to say on the North London derby, really. Um, Going to the United game. No, I literally was looking back on it. Like, from minute one up until game, first of all, we kept that midfield quiet. And, like, we came in with a plan. Fred was covering Rodri all game, making sure that he wasn't getting any sniff. Uh, our back four was confident. Our front line was actually getting through the back four of City, something that we rarely ever see. Because normally when we beat City, it's like normally they fall asleep or there's a sucker bunch, stuff like that. Like, we were having chances. We should have been 2-0 up had we taken our chances again. Um, and it was literally, and this is why I don't think we'll win the league, because I'm saying when we come to... Uh, Europa League comes back. We still got FA Cup. We still got the Carabao Cup. Like we lose one of these. Like, we need like, to get out there. I thought we lost the game. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so yeah, our squad is thin. It's so thin, but it is playing very well. And I just enjoy that the fact that we have a plan. We have tactics. We have ways to get around teams. And it's not even the small teams. Like this is. Everyone's saying, oh, we haven't played a big team yet. And I want Man City, one of the best teams in Europe. And we came through all like this. Um, honestly, I think it's a good time, you know, and you can say it's purple patch. And I do agree with Peter that consistency is need But the fact that we're starting to get wins in a row, uh, what is this, 10, 10 wins in a row? Like, when's the last time United has done that? It, it, it's not often for us to do something like that. And... And we're playing well. Yeah, and we're playing well. Yeah. So, Yo, it's, it's in all comps. Your match in all comps. Uh, all comps. You get seven. Yeah. So we've got seven leagues, seven league wins in a row, plus the Carabao Cups and FA Cups. So yeah. Um. Honestly, from yeah, from minute one for minutes ninety, I could not say anything wrong with the team. The only thing I can say is that we fell asleep at one time when City scored. That's the only thing I can really say. Um, if, if if that's Lissandro, 
where Casemiro is, that cross is not coming in. Mm. That cross is not coming in at all. But also, Abdi's wrong. I, f- I think our first game of the season, we lost. Who? Brighton. Yeah, we, we lost yeah. to Brighton and Brentford. Is he, saying, is he saying every big team? Every big team that's come to Old Trafford, Tottenham, Arsenal, yeah. Spurs. Liverpool. Yeah, he's right. He's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah we've right. beaten all of them. I'm not talking about Brighton and them, man. Big teams, big, big meals. Um, <laughs> is it? Are we at the point of the show where I can I can ask you guys your opinion on on Man United's equaliser? I, ch- I changed yeah, my sure. mind, by the way. I changed my mind that by the way. I saw that goal has been given on one more occasion in England. Yeah, it was Arsenal Chelsea. It was Arsenal Chelsea in the final where Alexis. Ran around and thingy left it, and it, and that's how I think it was in the semi-finals. I cannot remember, but yeah, it was at Wembley. I heard about it. I need to rewatch that. No, it it, it, it was yeah. on L- literally. It's literally, it's the same goal. It's the it's same, the goal. same goal. It happens. It, ha- it happened then as well. So Ch- chances it, it, are, it, I thought it was a fast end too, probably. <laughs> so <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I think I think Oscar. My question, honestly, is. Um, what is the outrage? Is it is it our interpretation of interference? Because I said Rashford one hundred percent interferes with, with play. However, the rule states that an interference would be him actually touching the ball. Because my question was, as much as I don't agree with the rule, um, why doesn't why doesn't Akanji and or, or Ake come for the ball? So. And so this is what I wanted to. So this is what I want to bring up here. So, but he's, I said, but if, if you're not touching if, the ball, why do you come and clear it? Because so, Rashford's there. No, no, no. no. So you're, this you're is the, we, have, we have two things. We have go two on, things on, here. Um, we have what does the rule say, and what do we think is uh, offside? And no, that's what right. I was trying. Well, yeah. So right. what I'm saying, if you look at the rule and what they're saying, they're saying if he didn't touch the ball. Even if, like, for example, even if he did a step over over the ball, that's when they would have stopped it. Because then at that point, it's called uh, what you call it an interception, according to the rule book. So that's why I agree. But then when I was talking to uh, Oscar about the angles, and that's when I go when I agree with you, uh, Ernest, about Rodri and Kyle Walker. When you look at when Bruno actually strikes the ball, like they're actually far away from Rashford for it to be repeating. On them, so that's when the city players were arguing like there he's in the way, he's in the way. Yes, he's in the way of the ball, but the law states um, that he's not touched it. So, are we arguing that the law should be changed, in which I agree with, or has the rule not been applied properly? Because two things can be the same. I think I I, I, I never understood interfering meant touched. If the word was touched, why wouldn't it just be touched? We wouldn't say the word interfering. He didn't touch the ball, but he interfered with play. We all know who Edison is. He's one of the, the most prone keepers for being a sweeper and coming out and clearing the ball. If a ball goes in behind his defenders, he's the first keeper out. The reason he doesn't come out is because there's a Manchester United player running with the ball. His name is Marcus but, Rashford. And if the but, keeper comes out, if the keeper comes out, Rashford will simply dink it over him and it's a goal. He has to he has to stop. So he stops no, no, and no, 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 no. But if he dinks it no, over no, them, then, then they will raise it as offside. 
But my, my, my issue but isn't the offside. Also, he doesn't know, Oscar, he doesn't Oscar, know Oscar, the rest of the offside. Oscar, Oscar. And again, but Edison, if you look at Edison, no, no, but if you look at Edison's positioning. He's playing Edison, Akanji, and what's my man's name? Walker. Edison, Akanji, and Walker are playing as though Rashford is onside. They are factoring him in every decision they make. That's why they're not closing down the ball, because Rashford has it. Akanji can't run at full pace and run in behind Rashford because he's going to get sent off. So he has to guard his run. No, but if the referee's whistle hasn't blown, you have to go for the ball. If it's a free ball, he would run at full pace and clear the ball. No, no, no. No, no, no but we've seen many times defenders go, go, go for the tackle, though. Yes. Many but, times defenders but, but, go for the tackle. Yeah, yeah, but what I'm saying... At the same time... And, tackle, but that's a risky tackle. You're, yeah, it is a risky tackle, but they have to play to the referee's whistle. He, they, they were playing to the referee's whistle. If Rashford yes, was on side, they didn't touch it yet. If Rashford was on side, they would have done the same thing. If Rashford wasn't there, they would have done something else. No, like no, Rashford the, being offside plays a factor in how all of those defenders move. No, I understand, but my point is the, the the referees that have given analysis on this have said that interference is him touching it, which he didn't. No, he didn't touch the ball. Wait, that's garbage. That's garbage. And that's when I commented to you, Oscar, that I said that we can argue two things. Can we argue what has he impeded, or are we arguing a rule change? Because the rule. He's not broken a rule. Therefore, right. the goal stands. Let, let me step in here. But, yeah. Peter, your, your microphone's a little bit low. Yeah, you're quiet. But before you... Yeah, I just want to say one more... I want to say one more thing before you step in, Pete. Um, in terms of Edison, Edison, when I said look at the goal again, Edison's ready to save the goal. Like, he's poised and ready yeah. for both angles, for Bruno and Rashford. It's so he's ready both. to save. It's, 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 it's for I'm Rashford. saying in terms... Yeah. Yeah, Pete, you, you but ready? I'm saying, but he, he he's poised, he's ready. So in the fact that he's ready to look to save, he looks like he's like ready to receive the ball, regardless. And that's another consideration that they've taken. So that's, that's cap. That's complete nonsense. I'll be real. <laughs> but I'm saying all these. Rules, that, it's, a, it's a it's a it's a great rule. It's such can, a great rule, and it shouldn't be. How can you dictate Edison's movement? It's subjective. It's subjective, that, no, and it's that's not, the annoying thing about what? it. But it's not. But it's not subjective, though. It's not subjective. No, the rule like, is subjective, and because the referees have taken it that way, that's here? why I said it's wrong. I, yeah. No, Oscar, Oscar, Oscar. Yeah. I'll tell you this: if, if it was the same thing, if the same thing happens to Man United, I'll be pissed too. Don't get me wrong. We oh, I'm, I'm, a right. I'm a neutral. I'm a neutral. I don't care about Man United or Man City. I care about the, the rules of the game. Pete, yeah. go ahead. Right. First of all, let's be very, very clear. Right. The referee got it wrong. There is no justification as to how Rashford's goal stands, and I'll tell you why. Number one, the referee, the alignsman flags offside because he believes Rashford is interfering with play. Number two, they then go to VAR to then overturn the decision because guess what? VAR is overturning situations if what? A clear and obvious error has been made. These, this is not a clear and obvious error. Let's be very clear because we're debating it right now, right? So that's, that should be out of the water in the first place. Number two, I'll read you what Sky Sports had to say about this situation and what the rules are regarding the offside case. The incident in question, VAR checked, uh, VAR checked cleared Rashford from being offside in the build-up to Bruno Fernandes' equaliser. Did you hear that? Did you hear that first line? VAR cleared Marcus Rashford from being offside in the build-up to Bruno Fernandes' goal. 
Okay, so that's garbage, first of all. To the fury of the City players, blah, blah. Um, Casemiro's pass through to, for Rashford appeared to find the forward in a clear offside position, but he didn't touch the ball despite being right, despite the ball being right at his feet. And Fernandez stepped in to curl the, the goal. City were incensed and VAR had a look, right? Um, and then it says here, what is the offside rule in this case? Question. This is from, uh, I don't know if you watch the ref's watch on Sky Sports, whatever it is, every morning. It's a load of garbage. But this is what it said anyway. That's why I don't want uh, A player. So they put the rules up. A player in an offside position at the moment the ball is played or touched by a teammate is only penalised on becoming involved in the activity of play by, and here's the steps, interfering with play by playing or touching the ball, by playing or touching the ball or passing the ball or touched by a teammate. That's the point. That's the first point. Second point: interfering with an opponent in this situation. So that so that so basically saying that the defenders um, are also in are interfering with the situation. Like that, Rashford's move interferes with either the defenders or the goalkeeper, right? And obviously, when we look at the angle from behind Edison's goal, Edison looks at two Manchester United attackers. One of them's about to shoot. So as far as he's concerned, either or could have shot, and, and you know we could have had a goal there. Yeah. Uh, preventing an, uh, an opponent from playing or being able to play the ball by clearly obstructing the opponent's line of vision, challenging an opponent or the ball, clearly attempting to play the ball which is close when the action impacts an opponent. By making an obvious action clearly impacts on the ability of the opponent to play the ball. I'm so sorry, guys. They got this wrong. The rule is very clear and it's very simple. If you are playing or if you are interfering, or if you touch, you are offside. Rashford definitely did at least two of the things. Let's say one. I'll give you playing. I'll definitely give you playing because he ran with that ball. So therefore, he's playing with the game, right? And maybe Bruno's giving him the shout, leave it. It's, you know, you're going to be flagged. Leave it. Let me take it. And, he, and, and very cleverly, he takes the shot. He is still offside. The goal should never stand. It's a joke decision. The linesman flags because he sees two players. Because you know how many times do we watch uh, a linesman not even flag until like the very end because they want to let the play flow and go on? They didn't even let the ball hit the back of the net. The referee flagged. The linesman, sorry, flagged. And then they took it to VAR to say, that is, a, that is an error. We need to address the situation. Guys, this, this is the biggest BS rule I've ever seen. And also, Cause, I've cause, seen Manchester City you know as well. Beat, yeah. Because you know yeah. what it is, Peter. Sorry to cut you. I watched the game again on Sunday. The re- the linesman raises the flag for every offside until the goal. Interesting. Like every time someone touches the ball in an offside position, then he raises it. And that's right. why that's that was my argument when I was at work. I was like, well, then the rule for the offside that they changed during COVID or was it 2019 needs to change. Yeah, because it's like remember, 2020. When, it's like recently when, changed. When, when he played, played yeah. West Ham. First game of the season, Sterling scores and he doesn't know whether to celebrate or not. And that's why I'm like, bro, if a man's offside, raise it early, then we know. But when you wait for play to happen, these are the kind of things that can take place. Because I watched the game every single time a United or City player was offside, flag was raised the minute he touches the ball. The problem with the rule is I think it confuses fans as much as as much as referees. That's what I think. But it's think to do their job, but. Yeah, Ernest, think about it though. Yeah, interfering with play is a sketchy one because only the only the, the it's, player it's, it's subjective. And, and, and the it's defender subjective. can. 
But, but, but the yes. other element of this rule, besides touching the ball and interfering, it says playing. If the player is playing, my friend, I saw Rashford run. He is playing. What, what does that? playing mean again? It, it, it just says if you're, you're either interfering with play, you touch the ball, or playing. That's what yeah, it what says. What does playing mean? Well, I take that to be to mean that you're participating in the action. There's a there's a there's an attack on for Manchester United and Marcus Rashford is running. Do you remember the time when Thierry Henry there was a t- there was a time years ago at Highbury, Henry is standing offside and he raises both hands in the air, he stands still, yeah. And I think Perez goes on the left hand side, buries the Leeds United goalkeeper, whoever it was, right. That is a clear indication. In fact, he did it against Spurs at White Hart Lane as well. That is a very clear indication of somebody not participating in the play. Marcus Rashford went toe-to-toe with Bruno Fernandes in a race for that ball. He played the ball. He's offside. They flagged offside. We don't need to look at VAR because it wasn't a clear and obvious error. It was not. So my, my argument about VAR full stop is VAR, VAR is a loaded wash only because people, the, the people that make the rules don't even interpret their own rules properly. That's the problem. The rules are clear. The rules are very simple and clear. We all know Rashford's offside. I, I, we all know he's interfering with play. Rashford's offside and he's interfering with play. We know this. I, I think, I think but but referees, referees on, 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 I think it was the, the one lady on CBS was saying, no, he is not interfering with play. Because he did not touch the ball. Can I? Can I? That's that, what I'm that, like, that, but that 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 line that has come out this weekend of if you don't touch the ball, you're not interfering. I don't know where that's come from because that's just never, it didn't say it didn't say in this rule book here. It didn't, it didn't say in this rule book here. An example of it happened in the game I was watching the Chelsea game this week. It, it's not going to be a poignant example because nobody scored. But what happened was Chelsea uh, had a corner. The ball um, comes out, so all the players are in the box. Yeah. Chalabar is standing offside. He's standing by the last line of defense, right? In front, like in front of the goal, offside. The ball comes in the air. The Palace defender heads it away. He only heads it because Chalabar's behind him. But Chalabar was offside. The header falls to Thiago Silva. Thiago Silva has a shot on target. Chelsea are about to get a corner because it's saved and goes wide. The flag goes up. The flag went up because Chalabar was offside. The ball did not Chalab- touch Chalabar's head. But he was offside. The defender had to clear the ball because he was there. And I'm saying... Oscar, you know what? I've also seen this to know that before. This is during the Messi-Suarez-Neymar area. Messi is having a picnic offside. There's literally a back four. I think it's Villarreal. Adrian, you remember the game? Messi... Someone does a diag across to, I think, Suarez... Messi is now onside and taps, and the goal is given. And so this is not the first because I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. Until I saw the video of the Sanchez one for Arsenal against Chelsea, I thought this is a new thing. I had never seen this before. Two twos I have, but I just forgotten because it was so long ago. But mm. again, it's, it looks like a clear problem with the way the rules are designed because from what different referees are saying. Interfering with play which looks to be subjective. Referees, that's the problem because he's interfering with play, bro. If your if your leg is over the ball, uncle, I'm so sorry, you are interfering with play. But for for some of the referees, Sky Sports have said yes, you are, and then CBS and some other ESPN channels have said no, you're not. Well, America, no, okay, cool. So, so even if the interfering then gets put to the side, I'm sorry, there's another element in this. He's playing. 
He's playing. You see with the playing no. thing, yeah? You know why I'm confused? How do you not play when you're on the pitch? As it, like, the, like, like, the Henri, like the Henri example I gave. He stands still, he raises his hands like to say, I'm... The, the Arsenal down to 10 men. Uncle, you can raise your hands and, and tap the ball in. <laughs> you can tap the ball. <laughs> sure. Because then you're offside. You're but if you stand... If you stand, if in that sprint between Rashford and uh, Fernandez, if you and if Rashford stops running and stands still, he's not interfering with play, and Bruno Fernandez scores. Edison can't have any complaints. The fact that Edison uh, Rashford runs as close to the ball to the point the only thing he doesn't do is kick it because Bruno Fernandez does. I'm so sorry. This is not a debate. This is nah, a not. bent referee who got the decision wrong and should not be refereeing next week. <laughs> Because it's the fact that they overturned. It's not like, okay, on the field, they got it wrong. They looked at VAR and they corrected it. The referee got it right on the on the pitch and then they corrected it to be incorrect off the pitch. That's hey. a dis- guys, that's a disgrace. That's can a I, disgrace. Uh, can I can I read uh can I read some of the comments just yeah, there's yeah, been bad comments. <laughs> he says, Rashford making the run should be considered interfering. Um, Assad says, brother, he blocked the defenders and confused the keeper. Um, Lola is involved. She's also saying, no one has said Rashford touched the ball. Um, Robin, Edison was ready to save Rashford's shot, not Bruno. Um, uh, and she also said, it's not subjective. All you have to do is look at Edison's eyes. Who's watching his eyes? <laughs> <laughs> Um, SW6 just kept saying scandalous, he couldn't believe it. And he also says it changed the game totally because City were in control in that period. And I think City don't lose after that. Yeah, I, I, I can't lie. When, when Greenish scored, I was like, mm. and it, I, so they were dominating. I thought City were going to win. Um, so and that game, that, get, that goal just spun it. Um, Baraka says Marcus made the run in an offside position. That alone should be enough to raise the flag for our side. He like anyway, I don't know why we. I don't. I, I can't but, believe we're debating this, guys. Like, I can't. But, but, believe but, but, we're only we're only debating it because the referees, the ref watch guys, that have come out and backed it because they're just backing the, the interpretation. Did they, back, did they back it though? Did they back it though? Four minutes after it happened, Oscar. Sorry. No, no, no. The, but the thing is, the refs, the refs back it. The official referees, when I put in the group chat, they back it as well. They said it. But, but, but Robin, they don't enforce yeah. that week to week. That's the thing they that don't. they don't. They don't, don't, skin, bro. They don't do it week to week. They, of course, they, they don't, don't enforce what, 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 what. As in the, the the whole oh Rashford didn't touch the ball, so he's not interfering. They don't enforce that. People get called offside for, without touching the ball every single week. But what? So what why what is have I been this saying, is exactly right? my problem. This is it's because the referees are trash. Guys, but, but, no, but on, on a real, no, but on a real, guys, the referees are there to, for themselves. They're backing each other. When a referee makes a wrong decision, you've never seen the referee, the PGMOL, come out and say that referee is wrong. Every week on Ref Watch or every week on whatever to, you know TV you watch, they always defend why he made that decision. They never turn out and say, Do you know what, he got it flat out wrong. The referee is a union thing. So if the guy, it's, it's a case of, if the guy, if the guy does a mistake. Because he's, he's saying what I say every year. This, this is exactly why I don't give a monkey's about referees. I don't care. No, but you know what, Ernest? Do you know what, yeah? Like, 
Like, I might have to become a football activist because I think at some point now we have to get... No, we have to get... <laughs> referees have to be punished for these acts. Because that's... that's like, Peter like, Luther you know, King, you know? you know what it is, yeah? No, do you know what it is? Football, <laughs> football is just a game, isn't it? Football is just a game, whatever, right? But they are... impact. Referees are impacting football matches week in, week out, without fail. I'm so sorry. We need to go out there and actually start getting some Nothing sanctions. Nothing will change, Pete. They Nothing have, will they change. They have to be sanctioned. Ernest, Bro, I've, watched, I've watched my club this season, yeah? Get free fines because they surround the referee when the referee makes an awful decision. <laughs> the referee makes an awful... You lot saw Oxford United last weekend. I think it was the, the yeah. handball. Arsenal, yeah? Arsenal got fined. So the fans, so the players so for, surround the referee because, by the way, you've got that horribly wrong. And guess what? He got it horribly wrong. Who got fined? Listen, the players listen. were surrounding the referee. I've seen the Jeez. foul that was given for Ma- Martinelli's goal at Old Trafford. I've seen oh, that given oh, at least three Erdegaard, times. The Odegaard one. The, yeah, yeah. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry. The foul, the foul on, on Erdegaard, oh. yeah, from Fink. Bro, I've seen that goal given at least three times after that game. That's why, listen, I don't care. When it's in my favour, I don't give a monkey. Yeah. This is, you remember that guy that, that did the meme and he's like, if that's racism, that's the racism I like. Do you know when I joined you, Ernest? Remember when, I can't remember who it was in the FA Cup last season and they got the most blatant handball ever against us and they said, it no, was, the goal was, was, was given. Was it Forest. I remember sitting on this no, no, pod. Borough. I was, was livid. You know, I was livid. Borough. I was Borough. absolutely livid. I said, you know what? Borough. Okay, cool. Balogun was playing. You might not try to be local. I'm going to take you international. Real Sociedad at Old Trafford this year. This year. This season here. Lissandro Martinez is hiding his hand from the ball. The ball comes to his elbow. Yeah. I said, I don't give a monkeys about yeah, refs. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. care about refs. None of them. No, but Manda, None of them. We have to, we have to, we have to be just. Because Man City, Man City are knee-deep in a title race, bro. And this, <laughs> and this, this I was going to say a bad word here. This incompetent wretch of a referee has, in, in the VAR truck, has screwed them. He's royally screwed them. For me, Oscar summarised the point in in the opening tap. Edison is one of the best sweeper keepers on the planet. (laughs) 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 He's kicking that that into the Stratford end. (laughs) From where he is. Bro, bro, (laughs) you also have to think about the fact that that last year, we were at Goodison Park watching Rodri. Of the season. Mm-hmm. And PGM City, City have had the rub. Let's just be honest here. No, no, I can't keep doing it. I've had it. I've had enough. It's personal for Adrian. Early God had a penalty. Gabriel got sent off on a crazy thing at the Emirates. So you see me. You see when you see when it's the corruption. This is the corruption I like. This is but the I mean, corruption. I, I lost the league, but I put in that yet. <laughs> nah, man. You see what I'm saying? We, we got we got to have retrospective lives. Like you know what? Yeah, you know fans at stadiums. Yeah, fans at stadiums every week say that you're not fit to referee. They're not lying. Yeah, like it goes beyond bias. There's bias, and then we're seeing blatant inept corruption 
And we're not. No, and, and the thing is, yeah, the ref, no referee gets done. No referee gets done that, for anything. In that, um, in that Everton game, Rodri was travelling. <laughs> Bro, it was double, double dribble, double dribble, travel, <laughs> jump shot. No it's the fact, Oscar, Oscar, I remember, I remember, I, I remember, I switched at David this time last year, especially with the game that Adrian has brought up, where we or was it Ernest that just brought it up? Arsenal City on New Year's Day at the Emirates. I've watched, I've seen bent referees for years. Even at that, that, nothing tops Chelsea against Barcelona in, in 2009. Nothing will ever beat that. Nothing. That is by, that's by far clear, right? That's clear. But what I saw last year in the flesh as well, nah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. No, 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 no. I need activism FC. I need to start up a, a, a charity. It's not going to change nothing. I need to start up a charity, right? And begin to get these referees done. Yeah, you, know what, you, know, you know what's so funny? Like we like there was genuinely people saying that like once we get video technology in, we'll have far less debates about referees. And it's just it's just not the case. Oscar, 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 Oscar the VA the VAR person is still a referee. That's the that's the mm-hmm. worst part about it. He's still a referee. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? But so I, I, I don't want to take this away from what United did in that game in general. Because I thought, overall, like we did deserve to get those three points. Like after, after turned, everything turned, from the start to finish, turned the game on so, its head and absolutely, you know, just went through City. Literally turned the game mm. on its head, bang, and hit City for six. Do you know what I'm saying? So you have to credit United the way that they came out, and you know, even if they got a lifeline, they capitalized on the lifeline. You know what I'm saying? You got, you still got to do the deed. You know what I'm saying? This, Regardless this, of what. And and this is what another thing that I rated about. Ten Hag in general, because as soon as we got the goal, because he was ready to bring on, uh, what McTominay or that stuff, and he literally said, "Once the goal was in, he said, you know what, man, them sit down, because he knows something could be done here." And then as soon as the second goal came in, it was like, "No, rah, we've actually gotten through this." And big yeah. up Garnacho. It's weird. It's weird. oh, I love oh, him. That's a, what's around them, you know. No, guys, yeah, guys, keep him away from the Emirates. I don't want him anywhere. I don't want him in London. Keep that man at old. I was thinking, like, I said, no, the thing is, we got Palace on Wednesday. And I'm, thinking, I'm thinking, we cannot play Palace is way more important than Arsenal. Because if they get the yellows, I'm just like, ah, oh, it's long because then they miss Arsenal. I'm not going to lie. I'd rather be Palace than Arsenal. Because Why? we're not expected. No, hold on. No, Oscar. We're Oscar, Oscar, to be, we're no, not expected Oscar, to be Arsenal. Oscar, normally I'd scuff at that, but if if United lose to Palace and beat Arsenal, it says more. What's Thank wrong you. with Man United? Like, like, you, you you lost to Palace and you beat Arsenal when you could have beaten both. Yeah, mm-hmm. beat Palace. If you beat Arsenal, no one can fault you. You lost to the best team in the league. But I, hey, I, I want I want I want my players to be there. That's why I don't want to lose. Casemiro if he gets a yellow. That's and it. That's He's another gone. thing we have to think about. This is why I said. Yeah. Come out of the FA Cup. Our squad is not big enough. It's not big enough mm. to handle these games. It's not. Yeah. We're not. Arsenal we're not. Need... We're not Chelsea Football Club. <laughs> Arsenal, <laughs> Arsenal need to, we need. We need to massage our players, boy. Ready for for Sunday because Man United would have had ninety minutes in the tank. We need to capitalize on that, guys. We need to capitalize on that on Sunday for sure, for sure. And Palace, is home home we need to. We need to hand. Uh, we need Palace to hand a couple more brown home? paper bags. To these referees on Sunday, man. I think Palace is at home. I think Palace is, is at home. Yeah, You're at home Palace. to Palace. Okay. Palace yeah. 
That should be light work then. Well, you guys keep saying game in hand. Who, game in hand on who? Only on Newcastle. I don't know why we're saying game in hand. It's, it's yeah, only on Newcastle. Newcastle and I've, yeah, it's just yeah, but if, if someone's played 19, you've played 18, you have a game in hand. I mean, okay, yeah, but, but, it's, like, but, it's, but like, it's not it's not on the team, like it's on one team. <laughs> I mean, but, uh, you you know, so I have to have a game in hand on on five teams. At least the team that you care about. You know, at least you know, at least talking about, yeah, you know, talking about race. No, 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 but are, are we are we are we are we not caring about Newcastle? Are we not caring about Newcastle? What I did say about Newcastle is I said Newcastle's the real deal. If you're caring about them in terms of the top four, thousand percent. For the title... Oh, we have to care about them for the top four. We have to care about yeah, the top yeah. four. That's why, that's why I said it. <laughs> if, if you're caring about, about them, if, yeah, if you're caring about the top four, then of course you've got to pay attention to Newcastle. On the title front, Newcastle, I think, unfortunately, they have to do a bit more for us to believe. You know, like, City can do less and, and we believe they're in the title race, whereas Newcastle have to do more, you know, at the end of the day, because we haven't had nothing consistent or solid from Newcastle ever. <laughs> since we've been I alive. mean, if they're trying to sign Scott McTominay, then A. Hey. Mm. <laughs> I said, that's I, false, man. I can't I, be right. I, I said, I, I when right. I saw that, I said, name your price. Wait, after, <laughs> after, after, price. After, Sean, after Sean Longstaff's performance against Fulham, no, nah, we can't. They can't be looking at Scott McTominay. They can't. Nah, I need them to. Dogs. You just want six foot two dogs in the midfield. But now, nah, do you know what? Newcastle, <laughs> you, you know what they Oh, Newcastle are nice, that, man. Newcastle are nice. That, that, that's that's yeah. Eddie House signing right there. That's Eddie House signing right there. You know what's mad about Newcastle? Yeah, their best players ain't even really banged yet. That's no. the thing, bro. St. Maximum's come off like, the bench. St. Like, Maximum ain't around. It's like just exactly. arrived back. Wilson's been injured. Like, they, they really ain't final form yet. And, and the thing, thing is, is, they were lucky against Fulham. They were lucky against Fulham. I agree. I agree. Because can I give you another thing that's bent? So here's this referee as well. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> because, ladies and gentlemen, how can I need someone to explain to me in this world that we live in today that Newcastle have a slippery pitch and the player for Fulham takes a penalty, he slips and he scores. He the the, the he referee the he, he kicks the ball twice. So the referee gives a free kick to Newcastle for what? Let the man retake the free kick. It's that Ben pitch that's got them that, that's made him hit it twice. He slips. How can it be a free kick to Fulham? Are we are we on drugs? Are we on drugs? Can, oh, it's no way. Really? Because I, I watched no. that. I watched. I watched that referee give give a goal key, uh, free kick. To yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. In disbelief. I, no, I, I thought. Do you know what the thing is? I thought it was a retake. I thought it's retake it again. The commentator yeah. said he has to retake it. I'm thinking, yeah, okay, let him retake it. If he if he if you can't touch the ball twice, fine. But let him retake it. But but when it was a goal kick, I was like, I wasn't mad. I was like, oh, okay. Is that the rule? How can you not be mad at that? Oh, uh, bro, Oscar Mitrovic kicks the ball twice because he slips. Yeah, Not but because he's trying to bend the... Oh, my... Oscar, you're a disgrace. You're a freaking Where disgrace. Am I a disgrace? Because how can you back this? Because how can you back if, it? I, if I slip and I tackle you, is it a free kick? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. When, since when does slipping absolve you of the rules? But we're not talking about a tackle. Oh, hang on. How dare you bring a tackle to taking a penalty? 
Come on. I was going like, better than that. It's when you get to retake a penalty because you slipped. I just, like, no, because the, because the whole point is, listen, he even scored the penalty and he gets to retake it, right? He's at the disadvantage to take the penalty again on a pitch that is slippery. And you know when you see, you know when you see goalkeepers and defenders kick the, stomp the penalty area and things like that? It's to do things like this. So how, Mitrovic is not at an advantage for retaking the penalty. No, he's not. Because he's got another oh. chance to Do you know why he's got the penalty? You know, AD, AD, if, if, AD, if you got a penalty because you fouled in the penalty area, yeah. that's not Mitrovic's fault. That's not none of that. Guys, it's not, they didn't let him take it again. They, did, they gave a goal kick to the... Yeah. To the new it, it, I couldn't believe it, it, it. If a player slipped in a penalty shootout, you think they should be able to retake that penalty? Why not? <laughs> Wait there, Oscar. Oscar, when John Terry slipped, yeah? When John Terry slipped, guess what they did? They counted the penalty. They counted it. Meaning, yeah. had, he, meaning had he scored, they would have given him the goal. Yeah. Exactly. But, but he, he, didn't, what, he didn't kick what, the ball twice. Sure. He kicked the ball twice by accident because of their pitch. Not because of him. He wasn't trying to I'm cheat. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Oh, my um, God. Yeah. Uh, Pete, where, where are we going next? I'm so, I'm so, I'm so, I'm lost for words. Where best Ah, bad thing. Other than that, um, I was I'm watching that Newcastle leave. game, that Newcastle-Fulham game, and I have to give props to Fulham, you know, because <sighs> they are the team, the, the team, the team that surprised me the most. Uh, I thought they're not going to do anything much this season. But they're, they're comfortably in what fifth, sixth place. Put some respect uh, on Marcus Silva's yeah. name. Put some respect uh, on his name. Fighting for European right. spots where mm-hmm. Chelsea, Liverpool are sleeping right now, and I thought it should have got something out of this, but it's not the end. That's how I just thought. I was like, ah, you, you let it get away from yourself. But yeah, it's it's just nothing much to move. Newcastle. It's annoying because they only got one match a week, and I don't know once they get to Europe, can they continue this momentum? That's the only thing I'm interested in. They can buy a squad, mate. <laughs> Don't worry they about could. Newcastle. They'll, they'll be fine. Yeah. Just watch. Look. Just look, look. Just look at Chelsea, mate. They can buy what they like. Do you know what I'm but, saying? Yeah. But let's look at Chelsea now. Let's go into Chelsea because uh, Arsenal have been robbed twice by them now. Uh, number one, Jao Felix, and number two, the Ukrainian Messi, as I like to call him, MM Double Ten, and yeah. I don't know what this Todd brother is on. I don't know what the strategy is. Is it just look around, see who other people are going for, and just grab them? No. Or is and Oscar, you can you you can come in. No, but no. The thing is, but the thing is, it's like as the as the weeks have gone by, I'm like, is it really a plan? I don't know. Is Graham Potter involved in this? I don't know. I'm not saying he's fully involved. Yeah. I would argue that's the more alarming thing that a Chelsea fan should look at is if Graham Potter is behind this stuff, he's he's outlining, he says, look, Todd, I need X, Y, and Z, or I need this position filled, I need that position filled, right? And Todd is going and doing his job, and, and whoever, whoever his, his workmen are, they're doing that job, cool. Everybody's on the same train, on the same wavelength. I question that. I don't think, just I'm from the outside looking and I have no clue at what's going on at Chelsea, but I think um, Graham Potter... Is not is not the one uh, 
approaching Todd Bowley for these transfers. I think Todd Bowley's coming to Potter saying, I think you could do with this and we're going to sign him. I think um, I think a lot has been made of Chelsea uh, signing players that are linked to other clubs. I think it's it's really being overstated. It's because it's true. Look, I think it's really being overstated. If you look at some of the transfers that are going on, have if gone it's on true though, way. can it be overstated? Is that is that is that fair? I mean, I don't think. Like, I think I well, look when you know I mean? when when Richarlison went to Tottenham. He was linked to other clubs. When Gabriel Jesus went to Arsenal, he was linked to other clubs. Chelsea. This is this. When when Lissandro Martinez went to Manchester United, he was linked to other clubs. This this idea that Chelsea are you know only like only signing players that um, other clubs really? are linked to. When Chelsea, hold on, hold on. Chelsea really? have made multiple signings last summer and this window alone. Chelsea started a brand new centre back against Crystal Palace, who. As far as I know, no other Premier League team was linked to signing in, okay. in Benoit Badiashile. So, this, like, I, I get it. I get it. Chelsea hijacked the Madrid deal. I 100% hear that. But, like... And what, Joe Felix still. But did we hijack that Joe Felix? I think if, if you're going to be going to the club with your chain out, put your money on the table, B. You get me? Just put your money on the table, B. Because you're the, the you're truth not. is... Mudrick is not Mudrick is not an Arsenal player until he wears an Arsenal shirt. Like he's a Shakhtar player. I hear that. Listen, if you want the peas, you, if you, if you got the peas, put the peas down. Let the player come. It's All right, we're, we're having we're having right. the wrong argument. Oscar's fighting the wrong battle here. The the battle I think that people are making about Chelsea is that guess what? At the eleventh hour, Chelsea turn up. It's not like Arsenal and Chelsea went head to head for this player from day one. It, it's, and that's the thing. Yes, has it been overstated that Chelsea are buying everybody else's players? Yeah, sure, because they probably bought more than half of players that clubs weren't linked with, as Oscar stated. My point is, when it comes to the players that are linked to an Arsenal or a Manchester United or whoever, Chelsea come at the end and they're like, do you know what? Saying, we see what we see what this player is after, and then they sweep in, they put the money in, and they sweep it up. And, and I think that's one of the best strategies you can have. So long as you have a plan with that player, so I hope. Well, well, if you sign a man on an eight-year contract, then then this is the question because my bigger question to to the Mudrik signing is, what happens to Raheem? That's my question. Get gone. Get gone. Chelsea needs... Bro, clear, he's been your Chelsea best player this season. Clear out. Oh, okay. What does that mean? We're 10 points. Oh, yeah, come on, man. <laughs> I, was, I was really cool at the start of the season when I said he would, he would be their best player. And yeah. guess what, Ernest? He's their best player this season. I, I, don't think, I, don't think, I don't think many people disagree Raheem with Raheem Sterling is Chelsea's best player? Ernest, I said, I when they signed him at the start of the season, name me the better one. Yeah, yeah, it's You don't want to have irrelevant conversations. Look, when Chelsea finished 10th under Mourinho, William was our best player. I was still saying get him gone. Yeah, it don't it don't make no difference. Yeah. Just get, get out. Chelsea, Chelsea's biggest issue is not who we're signing. Our biggest issue is who we're getting rid of or who we're not trying to get rid of. We need a clear out of a bunch of dead wood that, quite frankly, have not been good enough for a very, very long time. And a lot of you lot have been saying they ain't been good enough. And it's taken it's taken a while for managers and the club and fans to actually come to that conclusion. A lot of them. Um, and unfortunately, the 
the attack that has been a burden for Frank Lampard, a burden for Thomas Tuchel, and is now a burden for Graham Potter, I'm sorry. There, there's a lot of these players that have to go. A bang being one of them. Pulisic being another. CXB, oh, oh, big up Assad. He, he, he dropped all the names as I'm reeling them off. Sterling, Havertz, Pulisic, Ziyech, Aubameyang. These guys need to go. These guys need to leave the club. And it, it is very fortunate that, you know, Chelsea is, as you call us, the cash club, the oil rich club, the whatever you want to call us. Yeah, we are fortunate enough to have the money to just splash and bring in a Felix and bring in a, a, a Mudrick. And you, 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 you can, it's a safe assumption to make that Chelsea are not done spending, especially uh, in the summer. But I think my biggest concern with Chelsea is how Graham Potter is going to manage this hodgepodge of new players and new activity. Like you're saying, you know, does it, was he fully aware on the, on the transfers? That's a big, big question that needs to be answered. Apparently, he was on the phone to Mudrik um, b- before we signed him and he convinced him of the project and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, it's, it's, very, it's very clear that this guy was on the way to Arsenal and Chelsea were not prepared to let that deal go without getting involved. Um, yeah. No, the truth is, the truth of the matter is, in that transfer situation, yeah, Arsenal had to back out. You can't spend money that you don't have. Number one, and number two, you can't spend ninety million quid, ninety million euro, whatever it is, ninety five. I think we went to, and still lost the deal, right? Hey, 90, yeah. 90, can, we, can we speak on that for a second? Because when they still went through, my first reaction is, how on earth? Where are we in football that? A player who has played 30 league games in the senior, Ukraine. 30, 30 senior games. Be no, very... he's played more than that. He's played more than that. C- count them. No, because I, I counted all of his league appearances. <laughs> there's, there's about 28 appearances. But then he's also played in the Champions League as well. And then I'm oh, I'm sorry. Oh, six extra games. Oh, I'm sorry. He's got 36 <laughs> senior appearances. I said the stats. That wasn't the, the dunk you thought it was. I'm not trying to make a dunk. I said a fact. Peter said a lie. Like, nah, no, Champions League is not that many games, my bro. I said, no, no. I said... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Are you guys listening? I said he hasn't played 30 league games. Peter said he hasn't played 30 senior games. He has played 30 senior games. Like, come on. So, my, my whole point is, how on earth this player is now worth upwards of £70 million pounds sterling? It's, it's bewildering to me. Chelsea have just signed them. It's, it's the, the bro, bro, it's, bro, it's the market. But we it's are not currently... Currently... But honestly, it's okay. not. Okay. I, I mean, how many, how, many, how many senior appearances do you think this player, this player has played, guys? 32. Okay, bro. he's played more than that. He has played more than that. He's played 44 senior appearances in his career. Wow. When did his, when did his career start? Honest, that's not the well, market. Senior, senior, That's senior the market. Level, the no, it's sen- not. Senior level in debut. January, yeah. Senior level. His senior senior year debut. Sorry, was 2018-19 off the bench in the national league cups in Ukraine. Uh-huh. Guys, you can't I'm tell sorry. me what that tournament is. That was four years ago. Wait, what? You can't tell you me. You heard me. You heard me, Adrian. You heard me. No, four no, years no, ago, I got 44 games in four years. No, no but guys, well, both both of you were willing to pay at least 95 million euros. Yeah, outside, outrageous. That is the problem. So, 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 you, so you can't get, you can't get angry because both of your clubs were willing to pay at least 95 million euros. That's the and that's why I'm saying to you, Oscar. That is the market. If I have but the like, last, if, I, if 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 I if I have a MacBook in the end and I'm the only one in Northwest with a MacBook, and you tell me 
after I've told you I paid two bags for it, you told me you pay four bags. Why am I going to say no to four bags? Look, That's the it, market. It, uh, of course, of you course. You paid 100 million euros for a man that has played less games than how many men in the league. You, and you put him on a death row contract. You have, uh, you have now done what we did when we, when, we, when, when we put, we signed Anthony for 100 million euros. We have added to the market. That's my point. You can't say it's not the market when you pay the price you did. No, and no. Said what, it was 50 million is, euros up front. No, Ernest, what I'm saying is we're getting bumped. Um, yes, yes, of course. You bumped like, yourselves. Exactly. It's you not the market. You bumped. You bumped yourself. It's, not the it's Chelsea. That, that, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's not the market. Like, you, you're saying it's the market like Chelsea have no choice. I'm saying you have allowed choice. it. To you had a choice. So it's not a market. Like, for no, example... The, mar- the market are the ones selling. You're buying. But but they feel comfortable to sell at that price because yeah. they're yeah. And, 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 and until, and until no and until until no one says yes, then they have the they have the right to ask for what they're asking for because they know at least two big clubs in England chasing their one guy. Yeah. One of them pulled up because of five million euros less, and the other one I, paid I and said I, oh, we're going to give think, you seventy um, million up, up top. I, I think I think yeah, the, the, as, as well, Ernest. Though a, a lot of the money was up front from Chelsea's end, and the wages that Mudrick's got at Chelsea. Were, were, have eclipsed Arsenal's uh, asking. Arsenal, I think, were, look, were willing to pay 30 to 40 grand a week for him because he's a kid. He's a youth. But Chelsea, I think, are slapping in, in, yeah, in, yeah. in the normal part of 100 grand. Yeah. No, no. Like, no. I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I'm just saying that both of your clubs, regardless of wage yeah. structure, were willing to pay minimum 95 million euros. That is the problem. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not... It's not Shakhtar, yeah. Shakhtar are always going to gonna take the piss. You know why? You paid 90, 100 million euros for Lukaku one year, and you paid 72 million for Pepe the other year. Yeah, you yeah. can't tell them that their price is too much yeah. because the, that's, that's, my, that's my point. The market dictates yeah. what's well. really good. I, th- yeah, I, no. I, 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 think, I think we agree, but I think um, when Chelsea were linked to uh, Enzo Fernandez, there was a lot of talk about his price tag. And then, you know, this is a guy that won young This is actually worse. This is worse. Yeah, he picked young. He won young year at the World Cup. Like, all right, Mudrik. This is worse. His country is in turmoil. He's the other one that came from the Can I just let's just talk about the person that Chelsea have signed? Yeah, I just asked me why is only Jesus my name? He has a tattoo on his neck that says only Jesus. He has a tattoo here on his Adam's apple that says talent ain't enough. This <laughs> oh, is. <laughs> Tell me about Marcos Rojo because he had pride and glory on each side. Listen. Ernest, mm. <laughs> Ernest, Ernest, Rafael Liao has OTF tatted on his arm. Do you know what OTF stands for? Is it only the fam? Only the fam. He has Lil Dirk's crew tatted on his arm. <laughs> He's from Italy. <laughs> Listen, if these are the type of man you better go for, and I just have had a gag members, you know. We got, we got <laughs> Arsenal, Arsenal. Uh, Turnus's point in it, yeah. Turnus's point. Clubs are bumping themselves. Arsenal have got to never entertain conversations higher than 50, 60 million quid. You can't entertain these conversations. You're getting, you're getting into territory that you're just like, oh my lord. So, Peter, Peter, I, had a, I saw a rumor from the athletic that Arsenal are very interested in uh, in Declan Rice. Um, 
he's apparently going to be a target for the summer. So I want to hear, I want to hear you guys talk about hijacking and all that when you when you sign him. Yeah, because Chelsea will sign him. Cheap shot that it actually is going to work against you because he's a Chelsea fan. Chelsea are linked with him. Chelsea want him. And when Arsenal agree an eighty million pound deal, Chelsea at the final hour again will still yeah, shoot him with a hundred million. Yeah, don't you think? Don't you think if you sign if you sign Rice? That you don't really have a strategy, you're just buying players that are linked to other clubs. It's a bit scattergun, isn't it? Oh no. Oscar, you should be ashamed of yourself. Because we're talking about a player now that we've been linked to today in January that we're talking yeah. about in the summer. Yeah. Not, the not, not, not Chelsea have a free agreed and accepted, and then Arsenal come and buy him at the end of the window. Yeah. The thing is, it's gonna be the other way around. Arsenal will have agreed negotiations as they had with Jao Felix, as they had with Madrid. And then, guess what? As they had with friggin' Telemans, and then sign for the other club. So, what are, what are we doing here? By the way, Jao Felix's performance, although it was short, phenomenal, right? Phenomenal performance, right? But now Chelsea's going to he's gonna only have a five-month loan as opposed to a six-month loan. Because hey. that pretty much ban is healthy. Hey, I was, I was asking you, man, before the game. I was like, Felix, like, what can I expect? Well, oh, this guy, Oscar, you're, you're an idiot, bro. I bring, swear. What's he gonna bring to to to, to the Chelsea? Yeah? This guy is head and shoulders above every Chelsea. <laughs> you're not allowed. Oscar, you're not allowed. <laughs> no, you're not allowed, Oscar. Oscar, you're not allowed. Hey, hey, Robinho, you're not allowed. You're not allowed. Robinho, you're not allowed. Robinho, 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 Oscar, Oscar, no, Why no, Oscar, am I not allowed? No, 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 no. Because when I talk about Charles Felix, faith was as little. How many? I like Faith as small as mustard seed. This guy's faith was nothing. You can go back to every message, every podcast I've ever mentioned, Joe Felix. Yeah, I have never criticized the guy, I've never said he's not good, I've never said I don't rate him. You don't know me, I don't watch La Liga, so I'm not sitting here every week. I, I damn sure don't watch Benfica, I damn sure don't watch that league, so I'm not sitting here every week assessing him. So I always ask you guys, what is he? Even the day of when he came, Robin, I asked you, what is he good at? You told me, ah, uh, he's, he's, what do you say? He's not good at anything or something like that. I said, I said, I said what is it he's good at? Yeah, what is it he's good at? What is it he's good at? Oscar, because, we've been, because, I've, been, I've, been, I've been raving about Felix for years. For years. Jao ja, ja Felix is an incredible player, but when you describe Jao Felix, the things that people say are the things people said about Kai Havertz. Yeah? They just say, oh, great touch. Silky, airy. He can move. He can. He can play in the ten. He can play behind the striker. He can play that. And I'm just like, okay, who are you? What are you? But he's not. He's not Kai Havertz. Let's let's play that. Oscar, let's be very clear. This guy is a world class talent. That's what I'm gonna say to you. <laughs> he's phenomenal. And you paid 11 million euros for him for six months. That's how good he is. That's how freaking good he is. I, I wanna. I want us to reel back to the to the to the to the Kai Havertz segment of that conversation. So. Yeah. When you look at the talent level in your expert opinion for Austin Majuzzi, do you think that exists more of what you want from Kai Havertz or say something different? Phoenix is Phoenix is better than Havertz. He saw that after oh, 60 really? minutes. Man. Oh, okay. 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 Minutes of football. okay. You didn't watch him at Old Trafford. You didn't watch him at Old Trafford. You didn't watch him against Barcelona. You didn't watch him against PSG. I watched those games at Old Trafford. Look, I, I watched those games at Old Trafford. You talk, You said to me before the tie, Jao Felix will single-handedly knock out Manchester United. 
I was like, you know, he played well, but he, he, no, he no, no, he's Atleti's best player, isn't it? He? he was their best player, and yet Cap. they got rid. Cap? Oh, as in like right now? As uh, in he's yeah. Atleti's best player. I was like, when they, they they won a league title, yeah, he wasn't even starting. I was oh. I was surprised. No, oh. like, this is facts, B. I'm not lying. These are facts. Oh. They won a league title, he wasn't fine. So I this is why I didn't know. This is why I didn't know what was going on. I don't watch La Liga like you, man. Listen, oh. listen. Sometimes you're you're the doubting Thomas. You have I to see to believe. <laughs> oh, oh. He, he's, he's a doubting Thomas until it comes to Kai Havertz. Yeah. Talk to me, Talk to me. Talk to me. What are we getting at? What are we getting at? <laughs> Do you know how long it took me to convince Oscar? Okay, Havertz is, is not good for the for the price they paid. No, but you see, Oscar. Yeah, Oscar has Oscar's got a blind spot, and I t- I, t- I tell you what it is. It's 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 a Frank Lampard signing, because whether at Chelsea <laughs> or at Everton, watch go watch the behaviour. Watch the behaviour. Remember this, right, guys? Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, let me bring you back here. Yeah? Do you remember when Timo Werner scored was signed for Chelsea? I remember Oscar. I used to be in the house where Oscar was watching comps of Werner scoring tappings for Leipzig, right? Then also, I remember when when uh, what's his name when um when Lampard went to Everton. I saw some signings that he made. I thought, holy smokes, is he digging his own grave? Oscar said, hang on a minute. What he might work out. Delhi, freaking out. <laughs> oh, well, I dare you. I dare you. I freaking dare you. I freaking dare you. I dare you. Listen, listen. It's a new year. It's a new year. So repentance is always... Is, is always it's, a, it's a new year. It should be a new year. But we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> guys, everybody who's watched this podcast for years and thank you for the support. Oscar's blind spot, Frank Lampard signings. Frank Lampard, period. That's his blind spot. Okay. Frank, Frank Lampard, it can't be a blind spot. That's that's where I'm most awake. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> I tell you. Um said Oscar, it took three minutes to show levels to all the players in that team. Oscar, Remember the three ball is. I saw hey, SW, I hey, to SW6, the guy took the ball. I, there was one moment, Jao takes the ball, first touch, then bang, he attacks the Fulham defenders. <laughs> and all of a sudden, we're sitting there like, yo, chalk and cheese <laughs> from what, from what Chelsea have done this season. So I, I died laughing. I said, oh, Jao's actually good. Do again. you know He's the difference between here. chalk and cheese? <laughs> <laughs> serious conversation about Chelsea um a couple of weeks ago I said to you man what I want from Graham Potter you know after we had this horrible run my life GP GP um we got we got Fulham we got Palace um we got Liverpool next week and then after that we got Fulham again I said from those three games excluding Liverpool excluding the big game Palace Fulham twice I want to see a style of play I want to see you implement something where the team can win but show me where you want to take this team going forward. Even if the players are, are mediocre, at least show me, okay, this is how I want to play. This is how I want to, to, to move. And to be honest, I'll be brutally honest, guys, I weren't that impressed. I weren't that impressed. We won yesterday against Palace. We created a few chances in the first half. Second half, it was looking shaky. Our best players were our centre-backs. Let's call it, let's call it what it is. Yeah? Thiago Silva wins man of the match. Uh, the uh, debut for Benoit Badiashile. Um, Badiashile. 
Guy, uh, Ernest, Ernest, you know you're talking about, oh, I don't, I don't care about uh, height for centre-backs. Me, I care. This brother is six foot four and won every header. Do you know who else is, is six foot plus? Who's that? Harry Maguire. To be fair, he wins four headers. Harry Maguire. I his head on things. His head is plusy, massive. <laughs> if, I take, if I take you back to uh, the last time I heard that song, when Manchester for Bridge, Chelsea one nil up, have to see out an easy one nil victory. But we're losing stupid set pieces and always getting dominated in the air. And it's happened multiple times this season. The same thing was on course that happened yesterday. Palace had about five free kicks in the last five minutes of this game with big black brothers just in the box. And luckily, we had one of our own who could clear the ball. So, Pause. Wait, why did you look at him? <laughs> you Pause. were the man! You were the man! Wait, I'm talking football here, lads. That was a wild comment. That was wild. It wasn't even it wasn't even what you said. It was the passion in which you said passion. <laughs> Big black brothers in the box. <laughs> that alliteration, boy. Hey, loneliness that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 relax, man. What is going on? What is going on? Relax. 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 Hey, Lola, you know what? Lola, you get a red card. Oh, Lola gets a red card. <laughs> that, that is so wild. <laughs> that is so wild. Yeah. But yes, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think I think on that note, we, we just need to leave, we just need to leave Chelsea alone. Uh, SW6 is a hey, yo. Um, like, hey, oh. can we move on to my favorite topic of every time I'm on top four podcasts? I need to ask. We all need to rub our hands like bird man for this one. Do you I know why? Need I to speak on a certain German manager. Yeah. Oh God. That we have, like I said, like I said to them when City won the league last year, whole country loves this man and his team, and they don't want to criticize me. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> I, I, I was told. I was told losing to Brentford and losing to Brighton was mediocrity. That is what I was told. Okay. Let us, I did, uh, let I us talk. What 90% of white men do in this country when they buy their Sun newspaper, and I read the, the headline, I didn't read anything else. <laughs> Klopp, they asked Klopp, what about January signings? He said, signings? Is this the right time for signings? I said, he didn't say that. Huh? You know, he never said, he never said it's the right time for signings. He said, Listen, no, yeah, have money. He said, where's the money? Adrian, I don't know why you're coming here with facts. <laughs> because of this podcast, agenda <laughs> must agenda. He, he literally said he he done a Sun newspaper take. <laughs> he literally this just said that. I know. This is it. Oh, this is it. My favourite part of the show. Listen, when, what I saw Daniel... Uh, uh, what do they call it? Not Pele, Wele. That guy. 
That well, that was going to be called of the week. <laughs> goal of the week. Goal of the week. That was goal of the week. <laughs> Yo, man, man did a gather. Man done hey. a gather on, on Henry. I couldn't believe it. Back to Euro 96. Hey. <laughs> Over the top. Fram, oh, we, we need to really have a conversation about Joe Gomez. And I, I say this as a fan because... I was at the shop here, and man was talking brazy on his name. I'm like, guys, let's not forget 2019 Joe Gomez. I lie. I had to remind a Liverpool fan. I had to remind a Liverpool fan about 2019 Joe Gomez. The decline of Joe Gomez is is only Deli Ali's is worse. Because, bro, this is less. He's not good. Bro, look at all the goals, all the big teams scored against against Liverpool. Look where he's been on the pitch. Every single time. Look where Joe Gomez is. Look at look at the Napoli game. Look at the Man United game. Look at the Arsenal game. Bro, I'm like, what? What happened to him? What's happened to Joe Gomez? He's dead. He's like three times. Yeah. No, that's the thing. That, that knee, in, the knee injury, that that kills a player. I've watched it in Hector Bellerin. I've no, he's finished. It. And, and Phil Walker. The thing is, yeah, is that I'm watching, the, you know, like the goals, the first goals that Brighton was scoring. It was like, you remember Brendan Rodgers' defence, Liverpool? Ooh. It was reminding me of that. I was like, is this a Klopp-managed team? It doesn't look like Klopp. Well, maybe Klopp in his first years at Liverpool. But my God, something is not working. And I don't know why Klopp can't seem to snuff it out. I know we're talking about the midfielders. We'll talk about signings with Klopp and everything else with Liverpool, right? And you know my thoughts on the board. I think they're an utter disgrace. However, Klopp has to arrest these problems. That's in front of him. You know what I'm saying? He has to arrest the situations yes, that are right now. Do you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's, it's, it's just one of those. I don't know. It's, it's, it's madness. Adrian, you have to talk to us. You've got to talk to us why this is happening and what are Liverpool going to do to salvage the situation? Bro, literally, I, 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 literally, I think I'm going to read from the same hymn sheet as last week. Liverpool, the intensity has completely been zapped from that side. Liverpool used to hunt and used to press like a pack of hyenas. This, this fixture... Um, a few years back, there's a goal opening like two minutes. Brighton, they tried this cute little sexy thing. They try to play out from the back. Are you crazy? But for me, no, there. Um, literally sucks the life out of this team. And you know what? It's funnily enough, right? This reverse fixture is is, is probably where the alarm bells should have been ringing for every single Liverpool fan. Where they did the three three against Brighton, and trust us, got a hat trick. Wherein. I've seen Van Dyke doing costly errors leading to goals. I just, you should just park it there and say, hang in a minute, what the hell's going here? Um, honestly, I can't stand to, I can't stand to watch this team. They're, they're, they're a pathetic bunch of losers. A lot of them. It's a disgrace. And, and I think, and I think what, 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 what we're having is we're having, you, you know, you, you know, when you, you know, in the, in the classroom. Yeah. There's, there's 30 kids, right? Yeah. And, and, and you're like, well, she's being naughty because she's on her period. He's being naughty because he don't understand the work. He's being naughty because he's not even meant to be in the classroom, point blank, periods. And it's like there's so many little fires to to address that all of these all of these individual players need interventions. Because Jordan Henderson, like, unfortunately, the goal, the ghost is up. 
Like he's a captain, he's a leader, he's a legend, but he just can't do what he used to do even up to two years ago. The legs are gone, and the legs covered for a multitude of sins because he's never been the best technician on the planet. Yeah, I, I think I think he's been better than what a lot of people had to make out, but he, he's never been a Tiago Alcantara. The legs are gone. And and all and, and it's like watch when I watch Henderson, it's like I'm watching him versus Croatia in twenty eighteen every single game. And I've I have i have had enough. I think for, for, for Fabinho, I don't know. Sometimes sometimes it's like he's not even there. Thiago Thiago's making like seven tackles a game. That's not what we signed him for. Fabinho's decline has been my most has been my most like concerning because yeah. Bro, Fabinho was top three DMs in the world, no, but, man. But then Ernie, did he you blame him? Quality. He played 60 games a season. Um, well, you see you see that, yeah? So so I need to understand your question. Are you saying that you didn't you didn't improve the squad, therefore he has to play 60? Because from growing up, the best players in the world play 60. Mm. True. Yeah, but, True, but... Don't you think that Liverpool system was a high-intensity midfield? Like, it wasn't a regular... But then if you're going to play that, if you're going to play that, because when we were telling Liverpool fans, your players are going to get tired, they said we were hating. So if you're going to play that, then you're going to have to to adjust to the fact that they're not robots. Yeah, but like, he was was one of the only ones that didn't get injured in that midfield. He was always... I was going to ask... I was going to ask Adrian, it's like, what does Fabio Capali have to do to play? Because it seems like he's just lost faith in him. I'm going to be real, man. I'm going to be 100% real. And it's the, same, it's the same thing for Harvey Elliott. They're boys. Their boys been asked to do a man's job. And, 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 they're, and, they're, and their boys been asked to do a man's job in, in a way that's different to how they've played throughout their career. You know what's funny? You, you, know, you remember, Oscar, you remember, remember the Carabao Cup um, final? Where, where obviously Liverpool and, and, and Chelsea players are having like a little a little dust up, a little tear up. Yeah. I see Harvey Elliott step to Rudiger. <laughs> and that that, 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 that golf, that, that golf, that golf and stature, it, it, it sort of dawned on me. It was like, hang on a minute. Is, is, he, is he physically, is, is, is he what we need in the centre of the park? Are we, ask, are we asking him to do, to do a different thing? And I think it's the same thing with Fabio Carvalho. Amazing player. Well, amazing talent, shall I say? But I just don't think the pathway is there for him. Like he's not explosive enough to be a winger. I don't think. I think his best bets to be playing centrally. Um, and I, th- I think he's probably lost a bit of confidence because when he is on the wing, like he's dead. If I'm being honest, not not his fault, but it's that, that's his fault. Story. Yeah, and that's the thing to Ernest's question and to Ernest's point rather. You know. When we said that Liverpool get tired, people said that they will be hating. But the truth of the matter is this: two things. I think one of one of two. I don't think I don't think the relationship between Klopp and the players have gone down. But I, def- I definitely do think that the players are not doing as the manager is saying. Um, although playing at that intensity, you need a bigger squad, and therefore the board haven't backed him, and therefore they ain't got the players. You know, with the list, we can be here all day long, roundabout after roundabout. The truth is. They this is this Liverpool situation could explode, and that is going to be down to the board solely. They have to arrest the situation. They've got to give this man money. They've got to give this man money to go and buy two Fabinho's and two whatever else the case may be, so that Liverpool can continue in the fashion of football that they do play in without it having consequences. It's not fair. 
I will say, but do you think there's some situations so far in Liverpool season four that hasn't been Klopp's fault? That hasn't been Klopp's fault, did you say? That has has been Klopp's oh, fault. So okay, so here's the problem. Now, what I will say is this: Klopp, for example, has to adapt to a degree. Yeah, he has to adapt to the situation that he's been handed. The truth, the funny thing is, though, managers don't adapt. They have their way, and that is this is how it's going to happen. I cannot now start changing my methods. Because really and truly, to solve the situation, if Liverpool approach games differently, Liverpool will get three points. But the problem is, is that if he starts to now teach a new system, a new way of trying to get three points at Brighton, for example, by by playing a bit differently, we're not going to go as hungry and hung, you know, go sort of hell for leather as we used to. We're going to let invite a bit of pressure in. We're going to start picking out holes in in teams' midfield and defence. You're changing like an, an entire. Philosophy is not, I don't know if it's the word, but you're changing an entire style of play whereby now Liverpool are adapting to something new and the top quality players will shine, but some won't all be on the same race. The problem, is he at fault for stuff? I mean, Adrian, you have to, you have to tell me here, you know, is he, is he fielding the wrong teams? Is he, is his 11s bad? Is the formation bad? What is it? Like, what's going on? I, I don't really know, Robin, to be fair. Uh, I, from what I'm seeing, I'm saying no. But I think the only thing that he's doing wrong, I think, is that he's not putting his board under enough pressure. Because if he doesn't, it's going to cost him his job. That's the truth of the matter. If he doesn't, no, no, I, think, I, think, I think Klopp would walk, you know. He's done, he's done his magic. Let's listen, yeah. I laugh at Liverpool every chance I get. But let's have it no, right. No, I agree. Klopp has done magic at this club, bro. <laughs> Ernest, since he's obviously he's like the leader of the Labour Party, right? And he's he's a massive socialist. If he has any wit about him, for sure. <laughs> what? What? Jagger Corbyn. Ernest, I'll I'll make a compilation for you, my friend. This man is is is, is he, mate, he's. <laughs> I want to ask him for brunch. That's not socialist. He was sounding. That's a private open letter. This guy goes to Grenfell every year. Listen, the thing <laughs> what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, Klopp, yeah, in the situation that he has dealt with, he, he should walk. He has every right to walk. walk. Every walk, right bro. to walk. Because that board have let them let him down. How, however, him down. however, I will say that I think I think Liverpool have been bought, you know. You think so? What the, the, the guitar thing? Because because United is United's one is going to be announced between now and first quarter of 2023, which means that end of March, early April, we will know who's bought Man United. Liverpool's wow. announcement was done before us, easily a month before. I think football club has been bought. I think the same reason we can't spend money is the same reason they can't spend money this January. Ah, Ernest, no, no, no. But the thing is, don't forget, Liverpool have never been given money. Liverpool have always had to make money themselves to then spend that money that they've made. That's Same the difference. They did, but they, but, but they bought Gakpo. They did buy Gakpo. Let's not forget yeah. that. I mean, I'm sorry. No, but 30, Robin, 30, we 30, only had 26 million to spend. 30, yeah. 30, 30 or, or 40 million quid is, is, is like a, you know, it's like peeing in a pond. It, it doesn't really, it doesn't move the needle in, in today's market. Let's be very clear, guys. People like Arsenal, who don't have not been in the Champions League for like five years, were spending 150 million a summer. 
know what I'm saying? Since Wenger yeah. went 150 yeah. million a summer, never. Yeah. Liverpool weren't spending 150 million net, were they? They never were. They had to go and sell. They got they got a bargain off that Coutinho money. Yes, they gone and went and spent it elsewhere. That's the highest of the money. century. But the thing is, the highest of the century for sure. Honestly, it's up there with Kukurea and Chelsea. The thing is. Is that if Chelsea? That was a random stray. That was a random stray. Man were like, "Oh yeah, but you could play left centre back to try and justify sixty mil." I said, "Okay, all right, Have you man seen SW's views question? So I, I, I think this is an unfair comment only because of the money side of things. I think you give Mando, I think Klopp will be phenomenal. He'll build two, three sides. No problem. Look, but guys, <laughs> this guy, bro, Klopp is not, has not got any I don't think people. you understand, yeah? It's like, just like what Oscar was talking about with, with Mudrick. I don't think people understand how much Pep's, Pep's um, uh, profile and his system of government, yeah, has changed the game. Guys, he's changed football financially and he's changed football on the pitch because now the Zerbi can come into Brighton and we can see elite-level football from players some of us have never heard of, yeah? But on the financial side, we you can't compete, bro. If you no, you cannot compete. You can't. This is why Ernest, Todd Bowley Ernest. said... Tobias said, give me the AK. I'm spraying the air. That's all it is. Because you can't compete. That's just the truth. So, so SW6, to your question, the greats could build a second side within the context that they were in. I'm so sorry. Yeah. When, if you're trying yeah. to win the league, you got to spend cash. Now you Especially- have more than, more than 05 with Roman. Now you absolutely have to spend do you know Absolutely. what? And, and here's the thing. Roman came into the country and said, yo, one team went a year without losing and the other one's called Manchester United. I have no choice but to throw it everything at this situation. I better throw the kitchen yeah. sink. And the thing is, as I kept saying for years, Klopp has gone against Manchester City year in, year out. And Chelsea haven't woken up, haven't even arrived at this party. When Chelsea normally do arrive at the party every now and again, we haven't seen that wave yet since Conte, right? So they have to give this man the money. But the thing is, Liverpool might be broke, and that is what it is, right? If they've got no money, then fine, they've got no money. But then you need new owners because the owners are having a laugh. They're having a bubble mm. bump. And yet he pulled... You want to talk about a miracle, Conte? You want to talk about a miracle? Klopp winning the Champions League and the league of Liverpool is water wine business. Jordan Henderson lifted the Champions League trophy and not enough people are talking about it. Come not on. enough. Come not on. enough. This guy was on the Champions League advert for 12 months until the next person won it. People are not talking about that enough. Jordan Henderson was one of the worst players I've seen in a long time, made the FIFA cover, and all of a sudden, he improved to become one of the most important players in Liverpool's football history. Because Ooh. he will be talked about in 20, 30 years' time. He, he will he, be spoken about that. And you know, and you know who that's because of? Jurgen Norbert Klopp. Ernest, Ernest. He's the best captain Adrian's ever seen. Facts. Facts. I don't give him that. Because you know what he's getting at. He's telling a slap, slap my band with a cold wet fish. 
<laughs> and the thing is as well, yeah, I listen to 606 and whatever else it is going home from a, from a football game. People, people are, co- are calling for Klopp's head. They're calling for Klopp's head. I said, you lot need to hit your head on a wall because you lot are mental. You lot are absolutely mental. Anyway. And the thing is, Klopp was, was what? A whisker away from three or four different trophies? Jesus. Come on. 12 months ago. Um, SW6 says uh, Liverpool should have won a major trophy last year. I was saying it, man. I was saying it. Um, Endo said, respects DVG about best captain. Uh, Endo's won it all. <laughs> Man want to do sentiment politics when the facts are there. The guy yeah. has won every also, trophy. Oh, by, the way, like by the way, also, Liverpool are having this problem that Spurs are having at the moment, yeah? Say what you want about your managers, you know, whether you're Klopp or Conte, whoever. When the, when this, when the tide is high, do we see any players changing the situation? No. We have to look at those players as well. They they don't get away scot-free in this, by the way. Liverpool players do not get away with this because you can't go to Brighton and get pumped. You can't be losing to the likes of uh, somebody that ruled out the, the list of names that they lost to this season, right? You've got to address the situation. So, Henderson, if you are the captain or whoever's the captain on the day, you need to go and manage the situation yourself as well. So, the two people I blame, number one is the board by a landslide. But then the players, you have to show yourself worthy. Give me some integrity. Play for the shirt. Play for the fans. Play Do something. Play for the badge. Play for the badge. Oh, I'll tell you what, give, give me the shirt. Because I'll, I'll, your, your technical level is higher, man. Your physical level is higher, man. Fine. I'll bleed my last drop of blood to, to win. That's what I'll do. AD, I'll give, it, give me 10 minutes. Give me just 10 minutes in front of the cop. Just 10. Uh, hey, Brandon. <laughs> Brandon, you lot, man, you, lot, you lot don't understand, yeah? I feel that AD. I felt that AD speech right there because there's no other, there's no one more passionate than, than put me in the North Bank. I tell you now, but more than all of them, I more never than, go that. More, more I than all of them, to see that more, than, more, more than you know, more than you, more than you believe. believe, more than you believe. Listen, <laughs> I, I oh. AD, what you just said there, I tell you right now, there's not, not one, not one from Hayland, not one from Coney, not one from anywhere in the world has got it, has got it bad like I have it. Because I will, oh, mate. You know what I've done to that fan that kicks Ramsdale in the back? And bear in mind, I was a goalie, yeah? Oh, what? Muay Thai kicked you, face. Are you done? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I hear you, AD, I hear you. All right, guys, it's, it's, we've gone on two hours. We need to, we need to wrap things up. Um, before we do, Everton Football Club, West Ham United, yeah. they're facing each other next, right? The biggest game of the relegation zone this season. It's the biggest. Everton versus West Ham United. Guys, Everton, the thing is, Ever- guys, the Everton board couldn't turn up to Goodison this week because they were warned by police not to arrive. They were accosted. <laughs> when you can't turn up to your own ground. Yeah. When you can't turn up to your own ground. <laughs> AD, this is your favourite subject. Everton Football Club. I forgot. The female CEO or whoever in, in, in a master lock. <laughs> nah. Everton <laughs> Scousers. Did you see them? Did you see them? Did you see what they done to Yerry Mina? Yerry Mina. Bear no. in mind, they don't know. Yerry Mina no. grew up in Bogota or Medellin. Did you see what Yerry Mina no, said? No, was it? Oh, yeah. do, you, do you know where you grew up, Ernest? Nah, Ernest, they got the wrong nah, brother. Man. They got the wrong brother. Because, because he said lad 50 times. Hey, lad, 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 lad. You think I moved him? 
Yeri Mina, he looked... He looked you see people get shot in front of his face. <laughs> Yeri Mina said, I will die for this club. You played at the new camp. You played for Barcelona. You're going to die for Everton. <laughs> and Oscar, let's get this right. If they go down, he's moving. That's what they said to him. They're like, if we, if we go down, are you going to stay? Are you going to stay? And he was like, I will die for this club. <laughs> on, a, on, on a Lloyd Fremin thing. I love I love scenes like absolute pandemonium because <laughs> I knew yeah I can't remember what I was doing I, think I, I was watching the Liverpool game I got a notification it said 2-1 Southampton I said no Grinison was going to go off Oscar, I you know, Oscar, when, when I saw that yeah I swear to you I went on I went on Gillette Soccer Saturday straight away because I said I know they're going to do a post-match you know when they do the, when they do the rounds and it's final whistle and the full-time whistle goes at Goodison Park bro. they stayed at Goodison Park for about 15 minutes to take it in these the fans of in. <laughs> and the thing is oh, the, it's, the board weren't there and they were just booing they were booing the whole stadium they booed the whole of, of Liverpool they that was nuclear heat oh it was horrid <laughs> Horrid, horrid stuff. But it's their fault, though, because they fouled, they fouled Southampton in a Ward-Prowse zone. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> honestly, yeah, honestly, guys. No, the thing is, it's all Everton's fault, anyway. If they go down, they should they yeah. get rid of it. It's all their fault. Did you hear Adrian? <laughs> he said it was nuclear heat. Brother, it's when, it's, it's, when, it's, it's when Hulk Hogan turned his back on the Macho Man in 97. <laughs> Is he the third man? Mashiri's the third, but hey, Mashiri is scandalous, bro. You know, I, anyways, we've read the list like out how many Mishiri. times on this podcast. Can I tell you about Mashiri? Do you know he was Usmanov's driver at Arsenal? He was Usmanov's driver, for goodness sake. He's running Everton Football Club. <laughs> my question, my question. Why did they put the lady in the headlock? Uh, what was that going to achieve? What was going to come from the headlock? No, nah, man, them, man, them. Do you know why, Oscar? Do you know why that fan put them in the headlock, bro? Because that fan has got to go to Goodison every week and watch the signings that they have made every single season, every single summer. And he's had to watch the dross that they put oh, out. Yeah. Where's, where's Everton fan TV? I need to watch that. <laughs> oh, oh, there's a toffee. Toffee TV. Toffee TV. TV must be lit. I don't want social media stars. I want Everton fans. I want I want the real, I want the guy from, like, you know what I'm saying? Rockstar. Oh yeah, cross. Oh, <laughs> hey mate, listen, I need it all, bro. Because ah, oh. he's got no, he's got no wife, no kids, no yeah. job. The only reason he's waking up is Everton Football Club. He he, he will tell me about Dixie Dean. Dixie Dean's got like sixty nine goals in a season and like ninety forty two. I, I need, I need it, I need it, I need it. And the oh, thing is, yeah, oh, Everton Football Club, man. That's one of my favorite grounds to go to, man. It is one of those places where you that. Adrian, they've got nothing else to live for in life but Everton Football Club. Let me tell you, that is humble. You, yeah. you see, you see like that is what separates football from every other sport. Yes. Like, you don't have that anywhere else. You'll never get that in rugby. I can assure you. I don't give a damn how manly rugby is. Yeah, you ain't getting nah. that there. But yeah, no, I'm sorry, guys, no, guys, it, it is scenes at Everton right now. Like, and, and guys, this weekend, I don't know who's at home. I need to find out. But this week, guys, Everton versus West Ham. Because by the way, West Ham United are another team of fans. That's another one. They are on. One. They are on fire, right? When they clash this weekend, I tell you now, is it on Sky Sports? It's got to be on TV for the for the banner, bro. It's got to be on TV. 
Um, oh, it's not. It's a three o'clock kickoff at West Ham. You know, we're going we're gonna to find another fan in the middle of the picture of a corner flag. I swear to you, bro. At the end of the inevitable defeat, when Lampard tries to walk himself to the Everton fans to say thank you, they're going to be throwing all kinds of coins. Oh, no, they, the, 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 Oscar, the difference is that the Everton fans actually love him. They actually kind of back him. I don't they get it. I don't get it. It's tapped it's, it's tap to me because... Uh, under Chelsea, I understand. You understand why we love Frank Lampard. Why do these men love Lampard? No, like, you know what it is. Uh, can I, can I, can I give an example? Except unless there's any Evertonians in the comment section, right? Here's the truth of the matter, Oscar. I think they've said, you know what? It's, it's now is not the time to discuss the manager anymore. We've gone through eight, nine. They said they've, they've changed nine managers in the last ten years. We've gone through that many. At some point, we have to look away from this manager. Even if it is Rafa Benitez, or it's frigging Marco Silva, or it's Ronald Koeman. Whoever the case may be, they've just said, you know what? No, 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 no. Let's look at the the one constant that is here every single year. They've had enough, Oscar. They've just said, look, we're going to back the manager. Because, But the thing is, what's funny is Mashuri's spent the money. The people are blowing this money. They're spending it on dross. And then they've got managers that can't, you know, work out a team. Oh man, that is. And and they they're giving out life because Nathan Jones should be on the chopping block too. Well, three wins in a row for Nathan Jones. They're on the up. <laughs> the, the Saints are going up. Don't you know going up? The Saints are going up. Anyway, um, yeah, no, it's it's um, oh god, that booing was on for. Let me tell you, Gillette Soccer Saturday stayed at Goodison for about fifteen minutes, bro. Normally they just they just pan to quick grounds quickly. Full time at Newcastle, full time at Wolves, Everton they stayed, and we I endured and watched the the, the booing of the sench. Anyway, guys, uh, your goal of the week, please. Um, that guy. hundred percent, Danny Danny Gascoigne Welbeck, yeah. Oh. That goal was saucy. Goal. I was wondering what goal it reminded me of, but it was that one. Yeah, it's he's going, going, going on, 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 on Henry, bro. Right. He's with the left. He's dumb. No, but he hit it with the right, which is the only thing that was a bit... Mm, oh, did he? He, he flicks it with the right, and then he, he scores it with the right very awkwardly. And I thought, oh, come on, mate, just use your left, Danny. You would have looked, looked lush. <laughs> lush. What Matrix is Adrian? <laughs> yeah. Matrix. Um, yeah, Pete, next. Oh, okay. Straight was quick. Uh, oh, player the week. Nice, nice. Player of the week. Player of the week. Can I give it to Aaron Ramsdale, please? Because he had a phenomenal performance at yeah, just, the toilet bowl. Yeah, just get off it, right? I can't. If you win 2-0 at the, at the bowl... Player of the week. Solly Marsh. Oh, exactly. Solly Marsh. <laughs> oh, he's marching. He is marching on, my friends. Uh... Let's get a vote in quickly. Sonny. Yeah. Sonny Marsh. I got Ramsdale. You're saying Sonny Marsh. Aid, uh, Ernest? Um, yeah, Endo says um, Sonny Marsh. Honourable mention, Luke Shaw. Fair dues. Fair dues. Okay. Uh, that is the player of the week. Is Sonny Marsh. Um, what is it? What's left? Team of the week. Team of the week. Team of the week for Brighton, you know. Is that what yeah, we said? Brian, yeah, clean sweep, you know. What the Arsenal FC can't get a minch? No, 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 way. <laughs> no because <sighs> when goalkeepers no, are this was, this is Arsenal's argument to, to when to when people people say like City when City when City are on form and it's like 
oh, City are not um, a team of the week this week because they've been all, all season. So you have to pick from the minnows. The minnows, them. You get me? I'd, I'd, be, I'd, be, I'd be more inclined to go Man United than Arsenal. What? Yeah. Oh, come on, it's not the same. Come on, Pete, it's not the same. Wait, wait there. We go to we go there and we boss this team, clean them out. We got oh we're not so, we're not supposed what? to beat Man City. SW6 agrees. We're supposed you. to beat Tottenham. We ain't beat them in nine years. Yeah, wait, one nine beat, years. You beat them more regularly. You beat them more regularly at home than we beat City at home. I'm sorry, when was the last time you used... Look, you and City, though. You, man, you know, sometimes you always throw a little banana skin. Every now and again, you give... You nah, just not little, OT. A little blip. Not nah, OT. OT is... I'm saying it's not regular. I'm saying it's not regular. Oh, I'm sorry. Arsenal's form we're, this we're season is regular. We're likely to beat them at the Etihad than to beat them at OT. Yeah. Guys, look at how we're playing. We... we Outplayed Tottenham. Yeah, listen, yeah, listen. You had a great first Yeah, time. but you can't. Right. Yeah, but you. Nah. And I guess Brighton as well will have a quick. No, 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 literally, literally throwing the ball in the net. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally throwing the ball in the net. <laughs> Wowza. Yeah, so, I'm going Brighton, man. I'm going Brighton. All right, I'm going Brighton. Arsenal. Robinho. Brighton, the Seagulls. Yeah. Brighton. Wow. Um, yeah, and Endo said when it came to goal of the week, we forgot about uh, James Ward Prowse's free oh. kick. No, no, no. First of all, like, no. it wasn't no. even. Yeah, exactly. No. Like the free kick didn't no. even go in the corner. Like, guys, you know, you know the pace. It, it, remember, do you remember when it, it, it wasn't it, it wasn't a normal Ward Prowse free kick. It wasn't normal. Guys, he tapped it. You know, like, <laughs> you, know, like you know when you're in your house and you want to put the ball in the top corner in your, from your house, you don't smash it. You just place it. That's what he did. He just flicked it over the wall. The wall was a disgrace. The wall was an absolute disgrace. Anyway. Did you see, uh, did you see, Pickford's, did you see Pickford's reaction to the free kick being given? No. He lost it. He started kicking the post. He knew that he knew he'd scored straight away. Yeah, <laughs> He's probably scored the most goals against him in terms of the free kicks. He's had a bundle. Okay, so that's that then. Who's not that guy this week, guys? Oh, I swear I had one. <sighs> The, the fan at wow. Spurs, that yeah. kick Ramsdale in the back. Yeah, like that's what I was going to say. Like he actually kicked him in the back. What an idiot! Hugo Lloris is not that guy. Oh, Hugo Lloris. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think I'm going with Lloris. Yeah. Do you, know the, do you know where the word howler came from? When they talk about it in football, it was for, for moments like that. It was Massimo Taibi at Old Trafford. Oh, first off, yeah. That was in there. That is that Larice mistake is up there by far. Yeah, Endo yeah. says Arsenal are not that guy for for missing out. Oh come on, really? We're gonna go toe to toe with Chelsea with some fees? Nah, man, allow it. Like, do you know what makes me laugh is that I know I know the wages were significant, yeah, but it's funny because it was five million euros less. I think it's hilarious. No, yeah, I think it's funny. guys. Do you know? Do you know what? What absolutely finished me on this, yeah. If you watched Arsenal fan TV, they were saying, let's get Felix and Mudrick in by the, by the Tottenham game. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Hey, I've not seen, seen hating and saltiness from Arsenal like this in a long time. Man was t- looking at Mudrick's picture and saying, bro, he doesn't even look happy. I said, you, man, are salty. 
No, no, but, eight, but, but, but Ernest, Ernest, what, no Chelsea kid? Oh, no, Man raps, no. Nah, what what I saw a Ukrainian flag, guys. I saw, I saw the... the, 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 the unless it was a Chelsea flag, kit. With a Chelsea kit underneath and then you opened up the flag. Don't know, man. Yeah, like, unless, unless it was the Chelsea kit of when you used to wear that yellow kit at home back in, like, 90, 98. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm having it. Uh, Peter's one of them. Peter's one of them. Peter's a hater. I had the same thing. Like, I went into work today. Hey, 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 Mate, I'm going to be booing him when he comes to the Emirates, bro. Rago. That's He's fine. Out of the building. That's fine. Uh, he twerked. He twerked. He twerked. Yo, like, like, <laughs> he eats bread, like literally. If, if then, he scores at the Emirates, he won't celebrate. <laughs> if he won't celebrate, he'll do one of these. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like he's got a hundred right, caps. Yeah, he's <laughs> like he's got a hundred caps. <laughs> for the colours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, Anderson, that man was praying his Insta daily, making comps for him to end up with. Facts. No, no, Facts. guys. Every day Facts. we've got a Mudrick story update. I've yes. never watched Facts. this guy play. I know four of his stories. Why? <laughs> you know Why? what we're like. You know what Arsenal fans are like. When they when there's a player link, blood, we're follow. We, we even follow the fact. We even see what kind of clouds they're under. To, to specify if the players come into the club or not. That's how we go. Anyway. But you know what? Um, Nobody knew where he was going. Only Jesus. Oh. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, not that guy's that Tottenham fan that kicked Ramsdale in the back. I think that's just a funny line. Even when I say it, I just start laughing. Um, okay. Next week, guys, it's big football. There's a lot of football going on. This week, uh, we're going to kick things off. I think, is that is is Thursday night football? Wait, well, there's, there's, an F, there's, there's an FA Cup replay. There's an FA Cup mm. replay. Mm. Wolves and Liverpool, innit? Wolves and Liverpool. Yeah, when? Tomorrow. Oh, let's have it. Football every day. Let's go. <laughs> every day, yeah. And then uh, on Wednesday, well, I think, we, do we think Liverpool are going to go through or, or Wolves are going to do it? It's at uh, Molyneux, yeah. isn't it? Yes, yeah, at Molyneux. All right, guys, talk about Julian Lopetegui, man. Come on, my guy. Come on. He's the man. He's the man. Um, yeah, anyway. Uh, who, who do we think is going through on that one? Very quickly. Wolves. 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 Ooh. Wolves. Oh, it's a full house. Wolverhampton ones. Um, Wednesday night, Chelsea, uh, Crystal Palace take on Manchester United. Hola. You're uh, away, by the way. You're not at home. You're away at the Palace. Why you come to London twice? Oh, this is wrong. I've told you, man, for weeks, Palace are the biggest pretenders, bro. Um, United win. What, are they fake thugs? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know why you said thugs. It seems a bit racially motivated that you said that word. Why racial? I just think they're pretenders, man. That's what I thought a fake thug is, isn't it? They're a pretender. That's why I said it. I don't see a thug. Could have been fake anything. Could have been fake footballer. How about that? I mean, they play football, though. They play football <laughs> professionally. Bro, like, what? tell that man to step up the goals. Um, oh, I big up, big up, man. Like, big up, Bendo, man. man. You're the guy, bro. Trust me. Um, okay, Manchester United away at Palace. Come on, that's a Peter Barnes, you know. United win, United win. Is it a United win? You don't think the Palace, by the way, it will be like minus three in this game. The the, the cold weather's like, are back, lads. Yeah, lads and lads. The cold weather is back. Can can Wambasaka, you know what I'm saying? Can he wear the gloves and a t shirt at the same time at, at Selhurst? 
I don't know, bro. I don't know. I'm just saying, can you man them please not get yellow cards? Thank you. <laughs> listen, I don't I don't want a full strength Man United. I want a decrepit Man United side on Sunday. Um let's go for a Palace home win. Come on, let's go for it. I need I need your confidence knocked ahead of our game on the weekend. Oscar, what are you saying? United or Palace? Bloody I've said I've said oh, United. Oh, said, said United uh, United. Ernest. Going once, going twice, sold. And sold. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Saturday, Saturday, twelve thirty kickoff. It's Liverpool at home to Chelsea at Anfield. Oh, six pointer. Oh. It's a six pointer. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go for a draw. Both teams are in horrible form. Uh, yeah, I'll go for a draw. It's actually the no, worst like to- clash, isn't it? It's the worst one, isn't it? Chelsea Liverpool, or is it? Is it Man United Chelsea? One of those two is the worst. United, I hate United Chelsea. We could get popped though, no lie. I think Liverpool are going to win. You know, they're at home. We're, big game. we're just a bad team, like. and you're a bad team. I, I think Chelsea think, win. You know? I think Chelsea win. I was going to say. Well, if we had Felix, I would believe we could beat them on the counter. I don't we might believe them. any game plan that we have going into this game. Mudrick will play though. Mudrick will look like Charles Felix part two, in it. <laughs> he might just come on and burst in the scene again. I think he's. I think he's gonna be average. Like I, I can't. Nah, he's not gonna be average, man. Allow it. Have you watched him, Pia? Yeah, I mean, I saw him do a little thing against Madrid. He did a little thing. All right, nah. I'm going Liverpool home win. Uh, any other game the that's memes, important? Obviously, West. The memes are gonna be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the other big games, I'll say. Uh, West Ham at home to Everton. This is a three o'clock kickoff. It's it's big, man. It's a big relegation scrap. Massive. West Ham win. I think, I, I think I think Moisey will do something here. Moisey. If he loses, he's gone. He's a goner. Everton have got nothing. He's a goner if they, if they lose. <laughs> like at least at least Moise could have a bit of individual brilliance. Can bail him out. Like Everton ain't got nothing. Do you not want to be angry with me for a split second? On Saturday, the five thirty kickoff is Crystal Palace at home to Newcastle United. <laughs> That's what's on TV. Uh, we could have had Leicester Brighton. We could have had. Losing again. We could have. We could have had Leverton. Palace are losing again. Anyway, right. Let's get to it because Endo has mentioned it. On Sunday, the biggest game to talk about: Arsenal, Manchester United at the Emirati. What are you man telling me? If the man yeah, don't get fouled, if the man don't get fouled or get the what you call it suspended, I think it's a draw. And if they do, then Arsenal win. So you don't see any United. We, win we, win. we only have a 50, we only have a fifteen man squad. You don't but see the key any... players, but the key players are the ones that's of the most trouble. So if we lose Casemiro, that's it. <laughs> For example. Oscar? Um, Arsenal win. Ernest? Arsenal win. And I will add to that, it's the Arsenal FC. I'm going to win that one. Uh, 3-0 to the Arsenal, yeah? 3-0. And on the Monday Night Football, when we're back on the podcast, Fulham are at home to Spurs. Guys, this could implode. This could really implode. Oh, come on, Fulham. Yes, man. What were you saying? I'm saying Fulham home win. I'm saying the Fulham home win. Fulham home win. <laughs> Oscar's at full house. 
draw. All right, draw. Guys, thank you very much indeed. Um, Oscar, just want to read those last comments before I wrap it up. Um, which one? Yeah, uh, Endo says Fulham. What's SW6 just said? 2 1. Uh, I want Man United to win for the drama, but in reality, Arsenal's going to get him out of it. But that's what they said last time. I just hope Arsenal's form of like home form continues. You know, we ain't lost at home since. Yeah, Arsenal at the Emirates. It's a joke, you know. I I have to go back far to find our defeat at the Emirates. It'll it'll nearly be a year, I think. Anyway, guys, that wraps up this week's top four. Guys, Spurs have left have City away midweek. Conte could be gone. Did I oh I didn't even mention that, did I? When is that? When is yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have City midweek. That's their game in hand, I believe. Oh, of course. I, I totally forgot about that. City at home to Spurs. Jesus of Nazareth. What are we saying? City home win, surely. Spurs will get surely. slapped. I think I might have to use a triple... Oh, I can't even use a triple captain because it's a double week. <laughs> oh. It's already gone. Yeah. 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 There we are. I, I think Harlan's was a hat-trick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I like that. I enjoy that. I enjoy that still. We didn't get that traditional post-match Conte interview after the Arsenal game. It's coming though. It's Man City's next, and then live and was it Fulham away? It's coming. It's coming. This is where he's going to blow the top off. Um, yes. Yeah, full house. Guys, that wraps up this week's Top 4 podcast. Thank you very much for joining us, as you always do every single week, every single Monday, 8pm. Make sure you follow us on the Twitter, on the Instagram, on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and of course, YouTube. Make make sure you follow us on Twitter, at Top 4 Podcast. With that, people, we will see you next week. Peace. Peace.